A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting with Captain Kirk Waltz and our good buddy, Mr. Dave Edwards. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, Chris Dave. Chris Wayne spreading the hits and uh, uh, Logman had minor surgery yesterday. Mm. Yeah. He's doing good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, minor. Yeah. So Troy Aikman said something that always cracked me up he's like it's minor until it's on you and you always hear you know nfl players oh he had minor surgery on his knee well what what the hell is major surgery i don't right? know but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so nobody uh, nobody likes going to the hospital hell no. no i don't care who you are no so logs unless you work there yeah good morning logs, logs. you're in our thoughts morning, and prayers my yeah, brother yeah yeah i know i know he's listening because he's already sent us a text this morning he's doing well right, yeah Relax, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We got this handled. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we also have, and this is this is going to be fun, Dave. Also have Mr. Matt Bridgewater, with uh, owner of Jim Lux, coming in. And we've wanted to have Matt on for forever. Matt's a, a very busy person, and uh, I, I had texted him sometime in the middle of like April, mm. and uh, like, bro, you need to come sit in with us. So he's coming in at eight o'clock, and you guys. You've actually been fishing with with Matt in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Last week we were together. I, yeah, in fact, I said, uh, "Looks like I'm gonna do the radio show Saturday morning." He said, "Me too." <laughs> we were sitting on a plane together. How small nice. world. Yeah, small world. Wow. Yeah, yeah, a lot of communication going on here. Yeah, we yeah, got some good yeah. stories. We'll share share when he gets in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I um I had texted you earlier in the week. You know, and and I was like, damn, he's not answering. He must be mad at me or something, you know. And and uh, I, and then and then I kind of put two and two together. I was like, he he may not have a lot of phone coverage where he's at. Yeah. So yeah, yeah can't wait to hear. And I've heard none of them. So I got right. I got one picture. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I believe that that's going to be on our Facebook or our, our opening shot this morning of a white marlin. A white marlin. Yeah. yeah. Had uh, that was a still shot off a GoPro, but yeah, beautiful fish. Yeah. Lit up. Wow, that's one of those fish. You catch one, you go. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I don't need any yeah. more. 
Yeah. Who's next? Yeah. yeah. I, I, you're, you're, <laughs> That's how exactly. I felt about it. Who's yeah. next? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually watching, uh, you know, them catching those, those granders and those yeah. great big thousand pound blue marlin no, and thanks. black marlin yeah. on YouTube videos, you know, that kind of stuff. I was like, no. Mm. I'm good. I'd like to watch somebody catch one. Yeah, right. Now, me too. I'm with you. I, I would love to be yeah. in the boat watching. I want to hook him. I want to feed him, yeah. hook him, right. hand a rod off hand to somebody. Do it. And, 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 you know, I've I've totally gotten that way in my tarpon career. I'm, I really oh, don't yeah. care if I ever catch another one. Give me a 30-pounder. Yeah. I'm all You know, over light that. tackle and stuff. But yeah. but those hundreds now mm-hmm. that are 45 minutes, mm-hmm. you against mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Nah. I'm the same way with that. You know, I yeah. want to feed them. Right. Yeah. That's get right. the first four jumps and hand a rod off. <laughs> there yeah. you go. It's like going behind those shrimp boats and there's yeah. big old black tips back there and yeah. they go, God, can we catch one? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pitch that rod back there and here. Hold that for a second. Yeah. And they go, what happens? Don't let go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let go. We actually had uh, we, Boo and I would tie in 20 pound in our leader, in our heavier leader. Mm-hmm. So that we could get a few jumps, get all, you know, when, when he when he goes for the grind. Yeah. Just kind of pop yeah, them off. Pop them off and go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. So, um, craziest weather I, I, I've ever seen in May. I, I, I'm dumbfounded. I actually, <laughs> I actually fished yesterday, and I, I can honestly tell you that I've never launched my boat where it said gust to 50. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Gust to 50. <laughs> I took a screenshot and sent it to my guys. I'm like, really? It was honking. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was, it was freight training. Oh, Brad Smith, uh, he he fished yesterday morning, and he called me Thursday night, and he goes, well, what do you think? I said, if it, if it doesn't go crazy, I said, it shouldn't be too bad. I said, because I fished today. I fished Thursday. Thursday said, morning early was not too bad. I said, it's doable. Yeah. yeah. I said, just tuck. And he's like, man, it's looking bad. And I said, it is. I said, just get up in the morning. If it's cranking, just call them and tell them, hey, I'm calling it. Yeah. So I got up yesterday morning, went outside with a cup of tea and the dog and looked up. And I'm that like, door man, mouth it, got snatched just off your whipping. And I'm going, well, <laughs> I guess he's off today. I sent him a text. I said, I guess you're chilling at the house. He goes, heck no. He calls me on the phone. He goes, man, just went down to Mayport. Tide's so darn high and it's low tide. I can't even get the truck and the boat in the water. I got to go to Beach Boulevard to launch. That's that's the truth. The, the low tide was at seven thirty yesterday and it was lapping over the ramp. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if yeah, I launch it, yeah. He said, when I come in at noon, I'm not gonna be able to get the boat out of the water without yeah. getting the truck all the way down in the salt. So he said, I had to tell the customers to go from Mayport back to Beach Boulevard and launch from there. God. I I, I I text. Cecil with with ring power and they 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 really had two guys that really wanted to see the new Cox outboard. They wanted to see the performance. They wanted to see the new Valentino. I mean the the boat's a piece of work, right? And and I'm like, and I, I totally got a case of the shanks. You know, I, I got the bad attitude, and and I'm like, that's Scott Shank, by the way. I'm sorry, but I had a case of the ass. I'm like scurvy, you, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I get out right, and obviously, I'm the only boat at the ramp, right? I'm the only boat at the ramp. Biodigestible. That always yeah, makes me nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, and it's, I get out of the truck, and my hat goes. Go you know, I go. I'm like, you got. I'm so. I'm serious. I'm like, this is. I'm not happy. I'm really not. So I launched the boat. I go get. I'm like, I mean, how many dozen trip do I need? Three, yeah, you know. So I, I bought three dozen, you know, for a four hour trip. No one's so funny, you know. I'm not, yeah. you know, we're not going to catch anyone. We're riding, yeah, yeah. We're you going know? on a boat ride. So, so 
I, I come out of the rocks right there at the Volano ramp, and I turn to go north, and I look up. <laughs> and it, you remember the old Charlie Brown peanuts with, with what was his name, that had the cloud over him all the time? Oh, Pigpen. Pigpen. Yeah. yeah. This, this dark cloud, it, it, it starts raining so hard, and it's blowing sideways. I'm, you, well, you know, so you got 50 mile an hour, literally. You're soaked. Totally. Before I could even oh. think about getting a jacket on, now I'm really shanked. Oh, okay. Boy. I mean, I, 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 and, 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 and I pull up in the Comanche Cove, and these guys are sitting in their truck, and I'm like, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, that, and I tie off, you know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm so, I mean, look, guys, I'm soaking wet, right? Yeah. I mean, I had thrown my, my phone and my wallet and everything inside the console, thank goodness, to keep it dry. And they get out, and they've got all their gear on, you know, and they're all dry, and they're walking down. And, um, and you know, I'm, I, and I look at them, and don't, don't even think we're not going now. Yeah, yeah we're, 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 you're going. We're, get in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to find the nastiest storm I can, and we're going to sit there for a little while because yeah. you guys made me do this. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we ended up having a great day. We had a great time. We tucked in behind Goana. We threw floats, and we caught some jacks. We caught some ladyfish. We caught a very nice flounder. So, I mean, we only stayed out for like two hours. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean because once you, you know, there's no other place to go. Yeah, I mean no. there, there there is no other place to go. I mean it's it was blowing so hard, and then and then it switched to north, due north. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's hauling. And, and man, you you don't people don't understand how rough that river gets. The oh, North yeah. River with 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 the incoming tide and a due north, you got to shove up against the bank as far as you can. You cannot run in the middle. Yeah, I mean it's two yeah. to three straight white capping. Yeah, straight white capping. So. Yeah. Anyway, fun, well, I've got a lot of respect stuff. for y'all doing that every day. And you, you know, it's not like fishing with your buddies. You just go out on fair weather, right? And you, you know, you got local clients, but you've also got clients that are flying in for vacations oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Well, Ring Power and, puts like, them up overnight yeah. at, at Comanche Cove. I mean, this is not, you know, well, this is not a lot of local guys. These guys are coming in from everywhere. Well, like and, Kirk just yeah. mentioned, he caught two redfish. Yeah, which wasn't a big day for him. It made their Oh yeah, year. Yeah, uh, they came know, all the way know. from Atlanta. Exactly, and they're like, "Look, we got you booked for Tuesday and Thursday. What do you think?" And I'm going, <laughs> "I'm thinking this ain't good." <laughs> yeah. Y'all seen the forecast, Tuesday? Yeah. I, said, I, I used know. to have to be the cheerleader at Cabin Bluff, you know, during this during the winter part, fall yeah. part, and it'd be like 42 northeast blowing, oh. and you know, all yeah. the captains were like, "What the heck with this? We, we're calling it." No, hang on. These guys came from negative 11, right? That's from right. Up north, yeah. They're going to be wearing short sleeve shirts, yeah. Flip-flops. Let's, let's take them. Yeah, they're going, <laughs> you know. No, yeah, I, I'm sure that you had to Had to be a cheerleader. Them. Yeah, that's right. We can do this, guys. We can do this, guys. Yeah, y'all have fun. And I'm going back to have some you coffee. I'll clean all the fish. I'll have a hot fire for you when you get back. <laughs> it right. was so funny for me, Tuesday, we launched, and they go, what do you think? And I said, first thing we're going to do is we're going to go out of the inlet, go look for bait. And they're like, all right, we're going in the ocean. I said, you darn skippy. And we ran out of that inlet, and I, I could see the waves coming over the north oh, rocks. Yeah. I mean, just spray going 30, 40 yards into the inlet. Uh-huh. And I'm going, well, the only way you can run this inlet is tucked up against those north rocks because it's so right. choppy in the middle of the river, you get beat to death. So we ran down the rocks that just spray. Spray coming across. Just come in. I got my rain jacket on. It's just misting. This, this two guys and, and, and the girls, I'm like thinking, man, we'll make the turn up here. And 
her husband looks at me and goes, looks a little rough out there. And I said, once we make the turn, it won't be too bad. <laughs> we get out there and it's two to sixes, man. <laughs> yeah. Six foot. I'm looking. I don't see a pelican diving for a, a, two miles. Oh, I'm no. going, oh, boy. Oh, boy. We run down the beach all the way to Landing Beach. No, you didn't. Yep. And it was nasty. And then you had to turn around and come against it. The craziest thing I saw, though, we got down there just on the tip of Atlantic Beach where it hits Hannah Park. I look up and see three kingfish in 15 feet of water skyrocket on bait right up in the surf. And I'm like, look at that. Mm -hmm. And the guys are like, what are those? What are those? I said, those are are teenage kingfish. Mm -hmm. I said, man, they're on a bait school. But the bait was down deep, and they were up in the breakers. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, we ain't going in there. No. I said, no. I said, that ain't happening. I said, we got to go back. Then we had to go back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, now you got to turn around. Wind's blowing 20 to 25. Oh, yeah. We got soaked from the time we left Atlantic Beach till we hit the inside of the North And you didn't have any bait. I had five dozen shrimp and five dozen mud minnows. That's all I had in there. I was like, we're going to make the best of this right here. Yeah. You know, go find some ladyfish or something. (laughs) It was, we were soaked to the bone. It it has been, and, and, you know, you not trying to be Debbie Downer, but it, this has absolutely been the worst year of weather I've ever seen. Uh, and, mm. and I've been doing this a long time. Kirk's been doing this a long time. I mean, I got offshore two times in April, twice, and, and booked basically every day, uh, wow. five days a week, you know? I mean, that's just, that's a, that's it's crazy. But we, uh, we've had this conversation before, Kirk, that April, it just blows every day, you know, and... Um, you know, generally speaking, May is a pretty easy weather month, you know, and a great fishing month. Yeah, it's usually uh, a lot more, you know, calmer than this. <laughs> I mean, to think you get a northeaster, yeah. not for two days, for four days. I- at yeah. least four days. I mean, you're almost Tuesday, seven days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. I mean, you know, and yeah. it started actually Monday. So it's it's been going on. It's so, pretty, pretty so, crazy. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a, a weather uh it doesn't get much better today. Brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Bearded Pig. Yep. And uh, so you got northeast wind, so it was blowing. It wasn't blowing to the house. No, I couldn't smell it. I couldn't smell yeah, it. Yeah, so it's kind of a bummer when I don't get east or southeast winds. <laughs> today, know. northwest winds 25 to 30. Oh, calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, diminishing wow. 15 to 20. Uh, seas 9 to 12 are going to diminish to 7 to 10. Wow. Mm, yeah. I think I Doc that. looked at the buoy at St. Augustine. It was 14, yeah, 14 or something yesterday. Yeah, 14 yesterday. to 16 yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, tonight, northwest winds 15 to 20, becoming west at 10 to 15 after midnight. Thank goodness. That'll lay it down quick, too. Yeah, it will. Uh, tomorrow, west winds 10 to 15, becoming south in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 5, dominant period of, of, of 10 seconds. I don't – I still don't know about tomorrow. I, I mean, I'm on the fence too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's it, at least it's blowing northwest today, so it'll it'll blow the beach down. Tomorrow's still going to be Monday. Looks absolutely amazing. Memorial Day, Monday and Tuesday look like they're going to be nice. Man, I'll tell you, southwest five to ten on Monday, becoming southeast ten to fifteen afternoon. That is your typical summertime pattern. That's yeah. what that's what this month should be. Uh, Tuesday, south winds 5 to 10, becoming east. And then we, uh, Wednesday's coming back to east at 10 to 15. So, and, and that's that's just a, you know, it, look, that's that's a beautiful day. But 10 to 15 out of the east is right there where it's just like uncomfortable. Not, uh, and it's, you not know. Not bad enough to call it 
but you go. Yeah, you, you get, know, and, you and, 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 yeah. and I'll tell you the one thing about, about St. Augustine is that inlet is is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is bad. On a, if you have an east wind at 15 and an outgoing tide. It's going to be jacked up. It is ugly, man. I mean, uh, Mayport's the same way. Most yeah. of these inlets don't like that direct east. Yeah. You know, it, it blows the bars up on the north and south side of Mayport. Yep. Makes it just kind of sporty. I mean, the rocks might be fishable and might be able to get over on the beach and get in the jam. That's the one fortunate thing about Mayport we have yeah. versus St. Augustine. You got a place where you can tuck. Can you do that mm-hmm. in Fernandina also? Can you, yeah. you know, like if you got a southeast sea breeze, can you turn around and, and, and go to the north and go to Cumberland Island and it blocks a lot of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing that's nice about those two areas, those two yeah. inlets. That does help a lot. Yeah. Now, the tides today brought with you by Angie Subs, best sub shop at the beach. Um, there is no tides. There's going to be on wonky. Yeah. I don't care what you say. I just I just yeah. crossed the intercoastal waterway. There's a low tide at 9.07 a.m. this morning, and the water's almost over the grass Yeah, at, at low tide. At low tide. And it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I know. You know. So you can just about check this thing off the box. It's saying a high tide at 2.49. It's going to be, my guess, with the way it's been blowing, the swell out there, you're looking at six- and seven-foot tides. It's going to be it, in the it, parking it, lot. It, it, at least. So if you launch your boat this morning at Mayport, be prepared to, if you come in by noon, you're going to have to put your car, truck, et cetera, in the salt water, which is not a good idea. Right. I mean, it's not. A, folks, you don't want to do that. Yeah. You, you get that salt water in your brake shoes and your brake pads and all up in your junk underneath there, yeah. your, your catalytic converter, it'll rust it to nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's your call. And, 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 and Dave, people aren't used to boating on Memorial Day weekend and 25 to 30 knot winds. It's, well, it's it's different. Last weekend we talked them, about this week, yeah. you know. I'm sorry, Dave. It's, it's safe boating week. Yeah, a lot of them going out this week aren't used to boating. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Much less boating in uh, unfavorable conditions. Yeah. Right. Yep. yeah. We've got a couple of callers here. Yep. Let's go talk to Corey. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, uh, buddy. Morning, buddy. Hey, uh Tell Jeff, you know, we're thinking of him. I yep. understand the uh, minor surgery uh, aspect of things, but um, I just wanted to call and do a, a quick public service announcement. Y'all kind of touched on it. Uh, this is a kickoff to Safe Boating Week. So I typically will give you guys a call to remind everybody, you know, check your life jackets, make sure that you have your Type 4 throwables if you need them, all of your safety equipment, uh, make sure your VHF works. Uh, it's not going to be favorable conditions today, but it's going to start to get um, a little better as the weekend goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, there are going to be those people that are um, determined to go out regardless. Right. So have a have a float float plan. You know, have your cell phone if you are in cell phone area to make sure you can call somebody to help. Have, be on sixteen. Um, the FWC, the Coast Guard, JSO. Um, I know most marine units, they all monitored uh, VH-16. So uh, just just be careful and cautious and uh, and, and have a safe uh, weekend. Um, you know, we're all celebrating Memorial Day, and it's got a bigger meaning than uh, just uh, grilling burgers and stuff. Absolutely so it does. Yeah, we'd we need- like you guys to be able to celebrate that for many years to come. And as far as celebration, folks, don't don't drink and drive a boat or I, have a car. I was going to touch that. Yeah. <laughs> it, Go ahead. It's not against the law for you to drink, 
it's in against the law for you to be impaired or drunk. Right. So like a car, if you're going to participate in adult beverages, you know, have a backup plan, have a person that can act, can, can operate your vessel in a safe manner to get you and your family home safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just have a de- um, designated captain. Mm-hmm. Just don't drink. Absolutely. If you're the captain, yeah. don't flip absolutely. and drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple. But no, <laughs> it's pretty simple. I, I appreciate I appreciate you guys, and I know it was nasty yesterday, and it's supposed to be. A did, did, I'm just today. curious. Did did you get? A, were you on the water yesterday? Uh, last night. <laughs> Good gosh! Oh, golly. It was it was as God bad as you, I've Lieutenant. ever seen. Court. I mean, I just had to giggle. I'm like, this is this is crazy. I mean, it was. There's it, a movie that came to mind. Uh, Perfect Storm. Storm. <laughs> it wasn't quite that large. However, it never fails that when it gets really nasty, somebody's going to challenge nature. Yes, it never works out. Uh, did y'all have to pull somebody out last night? No, no, sir. But you know it. it I'm thankful. Yeah, but, no kidding. Uh, God bless you guys, man. Yeah. I it, 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 was, it, it was literally blowing hard enough <clears throat> that, that I think that people were like, you know, I'm not even going to try this. You know, <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm I'm glad people were safe at least last night. Well, yeah. err on the side of caution. That's right. If you don't think it's good for you, stay home and yeah. wait for a better day. You know. I mean, well, I I know that a majority of people don't boat as much as we we do. Right. Um, and have the skill set if something goes sideways to be able to uh, cautiously work through it to get everybody back safe. So if your vessel's not, you know, I mean, if your boat's been sitting for a, a year, uh-huh. maybe maybe you should start in April doing a safety check on it to make sure, first of all, it starts, <laughs> yeah. um, that you've got your nav lights, all of that good stuff, because... It never fails, you know. People get so excited, and the we want you to be out on the water. That they launch some vessels that are in questionable shape, and then they end up being, you know, stranded or, uh, you know, something sideways happens, and they don't think about like a safety float plan or anything like that. Right. And yeah. I just want everybody to be safe. I don't want to have to be searching for people that might be missing that 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 never turns out well yeah so we just want everybody to get home safe and enjoy the the holiday weekend and i i appreciate you guys letting me come on and talk for a few minutes because um you know it's important to get this message out thanks buddy no you guys are always welcome and i i think people need to understand too that when they do things like that that are on the edgy and i know we need to take a break Put you guys in jeopardy too. That's as, right. As law enforcement, and, and that sometimes to me is a little unfair. So just use common sense. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. Bye, Happy Memorial Day. You too. Thank you guys for everything that you guys do. And um, yeah, if y'all need us, call us on sixteen ten four, buddy. Thank, Thank you, you, bud. Yes, yep. sir. Yep. Bye. Six four one ten ten. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Some good picking you know right there. Absolutely. So, a lot of wind, a lot of high tides, a lot of rain this week. If you had any dock damage, CH Marine. If you want to build a new dock and a bulkhead, CH Marine. They can do it all. Just go to candhmarine.com. And the, the, the opening picture of their website is, is of 
the docks that they built are beautiful. And I know not just talking about like little old wooden docks. These things are magnificent. Uh, uh, is this seriously true? Uh, Top Guns? What what time is it? It's not even seven thirty. Right, I know. I so is he going to call in twice? I don't get it. I, I guess he stayed it, up all night long celebrating. He, his maybe he has big a, day. A, a Memorial Day statement or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Sunshine State. What's <laughs> yeah. up, boys? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I uh-huh. haven't seen the sun in two days. What the what? Yep. Feels like I'm back in college. It, yeah. I Ridiculous. Mean, it, it, yeah. Tough week for the holiday seekers. No doubt. Hey, Ca- hey, Captain Dave. Welcome to the show. Hey, Top Gun. I've heard your name a thousand times in three years, and first time I've heard you on the show. What's up with that? <laughs> we try to sneak him in when he That's can right. get away from yeah. his, his occupation. Yeah. Hey, I got a uh, Top Gun salute yep. for all the men and women who served and died for our country. Amen. And, Amen. Their, Amen. and their families. Yeah, um, echo that sentiment. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for our freedom. And when you're out and about and you see a military guy, thank him for his service. That means a lot to him. Yeah, I know a lot. Always, of, always. I know a lot of you do that. I know a lot of you do that. But those that don't, keep that in mind. Well, hey, big hey, day for um, you, huh? Uh, what's going yeah, on? What's yesterday. Today? Yesterday, yesterday, big day, man. The Carnies yes. told me all about it. Yeah, and I want to thank Kim's wife, Amy, who made me a very nice, delicious chocolate cake and i got another cake from another friend well you're a privileged character because what what am i I never got a cake yeah what What am i missing you know Uh, i didn't get anything from y'all i guess (laughs) y'all forgot it was my birthday i've only been calling three years hey we're we're (laughs) celebrating right now with you what are you talking about happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday to you the big seven one guess how guess how old i am i know you want to know so go ahead ask me ask me 77 Collect a moon dough. 27. 71. Yes. 71. Oh, 71. I thought I was 71. Close. 71 <laughs> years young. I'm, I was, I was I off. I think I'm uh, older than you guys. So, you know, whenever I tell a story or something, uh, remember to respect your elders. Yes, sir. <laughs> older than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on? Anything no, exciting? I, I know you're probably I, I, not I, I can tell you this. I have spent a lot of time with my wife this week. <laughs> nice. And she's so happy. Uh, I mean, you know, she's, she's not used to me being home this time of the year. You know, I mean. Yeah. Don't you have to praying for the weather. She's a nice lady. You know, and, and, and literally, it, seriously, December, January, February, you know, Kirk and I are that busy, and, and we we make we, we're in the woods. We're doing you right. know, something. This time of year, we're okay. home. We're, you know, we're we're supposed to be working. Right. And, and when out. you're when you're not, you know, I'm I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go outside and pet the dog. <laughs> now you're <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna go hunt for squirrel. Yeah, yeah, with 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 fancy, you know, <laughs> something. Right. Yeah, but no, yeah. So honestly, Top Gun has just been kind of one of those weeks. Yeah, I know it's awful. I hate it. Anyway, uh, yesterday I happened to be. This is a little quiz. Oh, I happened to be. I happened to be at uh, Win in Dixie, and uh, ran into met somebody for the second time. That I'm going to let you try to guess who it was. You each get one. 
You each get one question to Mick try to Jagger. guess who it was. He's an ex-Jag player. So each one of you get a question to try mm. to guess who it was. So go ahead, ask the first question. Does he play quarterback? No. They play offense. Next question. Did he play offense? Yes. Yes. Mm. Kirk, you got one question. One more question. Mm. Was he a uh, big, slow guy or he, a little, fast guy? He's big and pretty fast. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. All right. So, I got a good idea. Uh, yeah. So, since so, so, it's 1995 to now, we got – that's just – this is easy. Okay, so uh, <laughs> was – I feel good. Yeah. I feel good about this. Okay. Big. Kirk, you got, got a question. A yep. Um – did he play on the line? Yes. Okay, so he's a lineman. Uh-huh. On oh. the offensive, offensive side. Offensive line. All right, so, uh, I mean, there, there's not – let's think about who, who lives here. Uh, no, he, he lives in Chiefland, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, 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 I'll say Baselli. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Is that your guess? Sure. Sure. Okay, there you go. Wrong. Kyle Brady. Kyle Brady. Ah, I knew it. See, <laughs> you killed it. me when you said he was on the line because he's a tight end. Right. Oh, I know he's still see? on the line. Oh, man. That's, I don't know. that's a trick question. Yeah, yeah it was that a was, trick well, question because yeah. I was leaning Kyle Brady until you said line, and then I was. Yeah, that's not, he's not a line. He is yeah. such a nice guy. Yeah, you is. wouldn't believe how nice. He may be nicer than Lagerman. I'm not sure. Well, I promise oh, he's one hundred percent nicer no than Logman. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not. I yeah, mean, we, we know talk, that. We talked for about twenty minutes. <laughs> we talked. We talked for about twenty minutes, and I said, uh, "When you left the Jags, you went to New England." I said, "You got a ring, didn't you?" He was on the team in New England that went undefeated and lost the Super Bowl. Ouch. Oh. How bad is that? Wow. Oh, and he told you all that, huh? You got the story yeah. and everything? Yeah, he's cool. Really cool yeah. guy. Yeah, did you get his autograph? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I gave him mine. And his that, so that would be that would have been his ex coach. Yeah, that's right. He would have would, would, would have beat him. Coughlin yep. would have beat him. Yep. Did you yep. give him a piece of your yeah. birthday cake? Uh no, I didn't have it then. Oh. You already ate it all? No, I didn't get the cake till late in the afternoon. Oh, okay. I got you. So, anyway, um, I'll leave you with this. Okay. Um, what is the difference between a golf ball and a G-spot? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I want to know. I haven't good. even oh, heard man. the punchline no, yet. And I'm laughing. No, on, no wonder you called it early. <laughs> really? Come on. This better be good now. Come yeah. on. Come on, baby. Yeah. Man, I don't know. What's the difference between a golf ball and a G spot? A man will actually search for a golf ball. <laughs> LTS, baby! All right. That's, that's edgy. Yeah, edgy. That's way edgy. That's edgy, brother. Uh, look, Logerman's going to be texting at any second. Yeah, you got to get another book. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to come up with another book. You're killing us. You're killing us. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Where do you and, go from there? Yeah, I mean, that I, ended I, Top Gun's call. I mean, yeah, that ended Top Gun's call. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, his birth- happy, happy birthday. He's yeah, feeling birthday. spicy. It's yeah. his birthday. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, and I knew there was a reason for the, the, 
the early call. He was <laughs> he was he was like he was jonesing to just tell that joke. Well, we were talking during the break, <laughs> subject chain here, uh, about the pictures that we received from last weekend about the guys that actually went out fishing now deep. Oh yeah, and the one that Tim sent me of his crew with Chris Rooney was spectacular. Oh, did, 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 I mean. I got all kinds of pictures from that last week. Uh, Chad Starling had some incredible Chad, Chad Starling pictures, and, 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 and then Chris Stevens, um, Captain Ricky Papour. Unbelievable! Had, they, they had they had three of the biggest grouper I've seen in a long time. I mean, the guys that actually got out and went yeah. deep. I guess Sunday, right? Sunday, I Sunday, Sunday. which it was it, it, the ocean was slick calm. It was it, good. It, everybody could go anywhere. I mean, I went out Sunday, and the fish were lit up like a Christmas tree. The kingfish yeah. were on fire. Right. I mean, on fire. Fire on fire, but the guys that fished out that sent in the you know uh, um, pictures later that evening, you know, just phenomenal. I mean, the muttons that are catching offshore. I was, was going to ask you that, Dave, in, I, in the flag yeah. beeliners and that picture yeah. that Chad had yeah. that that mango snapper. Yeah, I mean fourteen was fourteen pounds. It was ginormous. Yeah. I, I I don't know, but I the interesting thing to me is again we always talk about things changing one way or the other, but this mutton fishery has, I mean, all of a sudden people are starting to figure this out. I, I, maybe they're figuring it out or the fish are just showing. Well, you I, know. Was, I was going to ask you, what is the difference? What's it? Is there a different technique? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're, so you don't catch red snapper and you're, oh, yeah. or how do you find the mutton? That, that's the, that it, kind of it, stuff. you know, it's, it's interesting that, um, and again, I don't do this. I, I I'm trying to, Quiz these guys because I. By the way, somebody gave me some mutt snapper a month ago, and oh my god, right? Fantastic! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's delicious. It's, it's amazing, but yeah, they 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 talk a lot uh, about you know lighter line that it's not a a true bottom feeder, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it's um, we'll, we'll get somebody on who knows a whole lot more about it than me. I mean, Chad had a fourteen pound two ounce mango snapper. Mango snapper. Well, how how far? Are they 130 in? feet? Is yeah, you got to go out from, about yeah. 130. Yeah, you got to. It's a poke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And and uh, and, and and they all do. They also say that that you get out a little further like that, and there's less red snapper. Yeah. yeah. You know, so so you have you, you have a chance, more chance to catch. You know, your triggers, your beeliners. Yeah. You know, and I, I, Kirk will concur with, with with me. I mean, that six to twelve mile range is just snapper. Oh, and yeah. sharks. Yeah. yeah. It truly is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to get into good vermilions, you're going to have to go out 18, 20 right. miles plus, you know, to get in that deeper water. Right. Which is what we call beeliners. Yeah, beeliners. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's worth it if you can make the run, if you got the time and you got the charter that can do it. Right. But, but I mean, very seldom who- do we have that opportunity where it lines up where, okay, you know, hey, I want to do an eight-hour trip. And the ocean's going to be pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's yeah, you got to have op- optimal conditions. Yeah, you, I mean, do. you don't want to go it, out there it, and do something dicey. For for me, and and you know I've I've said this forever. You know that fifteen seventeen miles is kind of my pucker factor with 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 my boat. I mean I I, I shouldn't even say with my boat with any boat. I, I just I like the buddy system. Yeah. When whenever I get that far, or or if I know that there's somebody. Another charter captain within a couple miles, and we can talk on the VHF, and you know and what I'm saying. That's smart. I mean, yeah, it's that just, is very smart. It's just, it's just in my head. It's great. I don't like going somewhere by myself that far. Mm-hmm. You know, 
eight or ten miles I'm good with, you know, because mm-hmm. I know there's a bunch of boats out there. There's a bunch of boats out they're there. They're close. Yeah, they're close, and and and, yeah. and I know that my VHF's working, and probably my cell phone, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But once you get out past that, you, everything's got to work right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's that's just always, uh, I, and as long as, like you said, Kirk, as long as somebody's within a couple miles on me that I can talk to on the radio. Well, there's safety in numbers, and you got to remember you're on an island. Yeah, and, and you, you everything on your island's got to work just like Corey was talking about your VHF, right. your your flares. I mean, your bilge pump, you know, your motor. I mean, everything's got to be in sync, working well. You don't want to have your boat like Dave was talking about during the break, where it's been parked in the driveway for six months, and all of a sudden you get this. Yeah, I'm going to go offshore. Right. Yeah, and you go 40 miles, and it breaks down. Mm-hmm. You're in. You're, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. So it, it was yeah. uh, nothing wrong with being we'll, we'll, smart. We'll, t- and- we'll take a break, but I mean, like I was, I had a, a ring power trip um, two Fridays ago. We were bottom fishing. I had flat lines out, ha- having a great day. And one of the guys asked me, he "Goes, why don't you shut your engine off when we're sitting here anchored up?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> hey, I learned <laughs> I, I, that. I learned that from battery. Uh, yeah, nope. Uh, exactly. I mean, I've got a VHF bottom recorder, two live wells. Yep. I mean, I got all this stuff running. Yeah, and, and and as long as that engine's running, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to be able to go back home. Yeah, you know, whenever yeah. you you sit, if you get on a bite of fish, you're gonna sit there for an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. Yeah, and all of a sudden you go dee 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 dee. Uh, that's no fun, <laughs> man. That's it, and, and 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 been there and done that, and I it will it will never happen to me again. Yeah, you know that yeah. motors yeah. that motors. And sure, when I get you know I'll 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 shut it off. You know, because I mean, yeah, it, you're, look, you're, you're I mean, the worst I do is anchor down and have somebody come give me a jump. But I can remember asking Boo that exact question. We yeah. were bottom fishing, doing whatever. So, hey, you want to cut the motor off? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Exactly. He said the nope. same thing. If yeah. That's running. We go in. That's it, right. Is it bothering you? Yeah, <laughs> it's not bothering me. It's not exact. It's not bothering me. Absolutely not. All right, six four one ten ten. We'll take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, if you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, so Hagen is having a boat blowout sale. Uh, well, a, a what? <laughs> An inflatable. Yeah, it's B O T E. Oh, boat. Yeah. Okay. Boat. Boat. Yeah. Yes, boat. Boat. Blowout. It, but it's inflatable, so I hope it's not like a blowout blowout. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm looking at um, like some of these prices on on these boat. Boats, this is at the boats. Mandarin store. The by boat the way. boats. Yeah, the boat boats. Yeah, yeah. It's on 17. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Save like five hundred bucks. What? Eight hundred. I mean, yeah. What? Oh yeah. Five hundred fifty. Six hundred fifty. What? So this is the Hagen Coastal Outfitters of Mandarin. Yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's the store we were at. Yes. Yeah. The one you just opened. Yes. The yeah. one we just opened. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. On seventeen. Sweet. Very cool. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Gordon. As usual, you have totally outdone yourself. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Matt Bridgewater just delivered, hand delivered Gordon's breakfast for a king. Breakfast that, that's like this. It's we'll we'll, we'll get into it. It's here. Like a chuck wagon. I mean, me. oh my gosh, the smells are just incredible. Yeah. 
Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Luigi this morning. Morning, Luigi. What's up, brother? Hey, fellas. How you guys Man, doing? Good, good to hear from you. Yeah, it's uh, been busy work. Uh, b- b- behind COVID, America went and made themselves uh, – they'd like to drink more since we got <laughs> off the pandemic. That's good for you, though, right? <laughs> That's good for me. It's good for me, but I don't get much sleep. And uh, and I had something happen that I wanted to send out to you guys, maybe the listeners on the Facebook page. I had one of my three trailers stolen out of its uh, parking spot at a local. I don't want to say the name, but yep. a local, uh, you know, uh, storage facility with a with a gate and electric fence and everything. And right. That's not good, man. They, yeah, they got the guy on the camera uh, coming in behind somebody who had a code. He came out with my trailer about 5.30 in the morning Tuesday and then came back and got another one a half an hour later. Oh, my gosh. Uh, unfortunately, the facility's camera isn't uh, tight enough on license tags to get it, so I'm, I'm out of trailer. I'm on my way to Orlando to pick one up. I know a lot of us uh, that listen to this show, um, you know, we pull our boats and, and a lot of working guys with trucks and trailers, and I just wanted to see if anybody – you know, outside of the fact that I should have had a lock on it, but tracking devices. I know uh, we got air 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 tags for the kids, but I didn't like those because you know they got to pass a an iPhone. So I wanted to see if anybody had any advice on on tracking devices that they might put on their boat trailer or their work trailer. And um, yeah, that's that's basically the question. Looking for the I, I, the I group got you. To help me out. Little little bit out of my technology, but uh, the only thing I know is about the LoJack, and I, I don't know if that works on a trailer or not. I'm I'm not too up on that technology. I mean, I I, I know a lot of guys in law enforcement, so maybe I can put out my feelers and see what they say. You know, yeah, and they're probably listening right now too. By the way. Yeah, tech. You know, text me, Kurt, if you can, and and um, yeah, it just it, it's a shame and. You know, luckily I, I had to get insurance ten years ago. Some promoter wanted me to have the trailer insured, so I got the the basic whatever. So I got seven grand, but this is a fourteen thousand dollar trailer. Wow, uh, seven seven thousand pound axles box trailer. But uh, yeah, but uh, and while I have you guys, I got a, a little quick fish story. I went out with Kurt a couple of weeks ago with my oldest friend, and um, we we ended up on the uh, outside of the South Jetty there at Mayport, and had a great day, but. Kurt put me on a on a bull on light tackle, and I'll tell you, if that was the only fish we caught all day, it would have been a good day, and it wasn't. So I wanted to also thank Kurt for that. That was, yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was good was, to spend time with you guys. I had a good time. Yeah, I've, mi- I've missed you. We're going to need to get out uh, a little bit more often. But, uh, but yeah, so anybody listening, you know, post on the Facebook page. Or, all right, buddy. Um, yeah, but uh, thanks, guys. Right, I good, appreciate good, you got, hey, if you got there. any pictures, uh, send me some texts with the pictures, and we'll spread them around. Maybe we can find them. Okay. Yeah, once uh, the the place won't put out the video to the police till they get a subpoena. So I guess uh, you know, in a month or two when that well, probably next week. It's, it's, but um, and the plot you know, thickens. We'll, uh, the plot thickens. So thanks guys. <laughs> right, I appreciate the time. Bye, right, brother. Good yeah. luck. Yep. Have a have a good holiday. All right, let's go talk to Chris. He has some social media fun. Mm. What a Chris. Good morning. How are y'all? We're good, man. How are you? Well, I, I I hope I'm not being redundant, but um, I think Jeff talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. But I checked out the uh, Instagram site, the Qualified Captain. Yep. And I think that that's a perfect thing for people to look at before they go out on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> because they might be part of it. Yeah, it might be part <laughs> of it, and it might show them what not to do. Yeah, there's a whole lot so, of stupid on that account. Mm-hmm. A whole it's lot unbelievable. Of well, I think you got to think about it too. It's one of the very few outdoor sports where you're allowed to drive a vehicle 
without her license. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. You got to have a license to have a car, but you don't have to have a license to have a baby or a boat. So. True, true, very true. Yeah. That's an interesting analogy. Yeah. Never you know, looked at it from and, that and, perspective. Well, it, it, here, here's the deal, Chris. Seriously, you know there's going to be a lot of people on the water today. There, it, it, it's Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it, 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 the only thing that rivals Memorial Day weekend is Fourth of July. You, you just take. Let's just take you, you three boats at one time, which is going to happen at the Volano ramp. Okay, they all three are launching. And all of a sudden, a 30-mile-an-hour gust of wind hits. It's a totally different – I mean, so you're – you know, it's totally yeah. different. I'm just telling you. I mean, I was out there yesterday, and it when – I, when I came around the rocks to go into the intercoastal, that northeast wind caught my bow and spun it around on a 28-foot center console. Yeah. And, and, and if, you I, don't, I, if you don't know how to adjust for that, you're, you're basically going to be doing circles, and there's other people all around you. It's it, it's. I'm not trying to spook people. I'm just telling you, be careful. Just be careful. Be yeah. safe. Be yeah. smart. Well, that's that's the thing, and it's probably a better weekend to get a lawn chair and a cooler and sit by a boat ramp with your camera. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, pull down there with your golf cart and just yep. watch. Yeah, just just. That's right. Yep. And add to the That'd phone with a exactly mobile VHF it. radio so you can hear what's going on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. Well, yeah. I'm luck. I'm lucky because I work at a marina. Yeah. And I'm working on Monday. So I get to sit on the front porch and watch the amateur hour. Mm-hmm. Well, like so. I said, it, 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 everybody needs to enjoy themselves. It's it's a holiday weekend. Just be careful. That's all I can say. Be, I agree. You got to be go, more I, on your P's and Q's today, especially. I mean, you you, you really if you if you've never boated in thirty mile an hour winds, it's just different. Need to be self aware. Yeah, exactly. all the time. All the time. Well. And if you've ever gone down to Silver Springs mm-hmm. on Labor Day or no. Memorial Day, no, won't do it. Yeah, well, they, I believe there is no more alcohol allowed in the spring, which is probably because, a probably yeah. smart thing. Yeah. I, well, one of the officers down there told us that just about every year somebody jumps off the top of one of those rented houseboats and hits their head on the prop. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right, Chris. Thanks, buddy. Have a great holiday. You do the same. Thanks, guys. All right, bud. See you. All right, let's go to the phone line to talk to Papa G this morning. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We're great, buddy. How are you? Man, Top Gun. Top Gun was a little bit off the chart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing, man. But first and foremost, man, uh, as a, as a veteran myself, mm-hmm. uh, hats off to those guys that uh, fought for freedom. I lost two really good buddies of mine, man, uh-huh. on SEAL Team Three, and uh, I sent you guys a picture of the hat I wear every day in honor of them. So, uh, you know, we all gave some, and some gave all. So, yeah. so God bless everybody, man. Let's uh, let's think about those guys. But uh, on the other on the other hand, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in shore this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in shore. I'm going after lobster, and I think the safest thing to do is go to Red Lobster. That's what we're gonna do, and get some uh, <laughs> some lobster out of that tank, man, and, and enjoy that yeah, at the Red yeah, Lobster. That, yeah, that's staying so, in shore. I like that. That's that is staying in shore. So you know, you guys know the difference, man. These guys are at a nudist colony, man. What's the difference? Uh, how do you tell a real man at a nudist colony? <laughs> Don't Whoa. don't know that one, man. All these are getting dicey. Oh this yeah, morning, huh? absolutely. Yeah, go ahead, Papa top G. Gun, top gun, top gun. I love this, man. 
a real man at a nudist colony, that's a guy who can carry two cups of coffee and a dozen donuts at the same time. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. okay, so I, I'm yeah. I'm sensing a trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just Might want to nip this off. in the bud now. I, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I totally. Agree. All right. So for all subsequent callers, yeah, my finger is officially on the dump button. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's all good stuff. Y'all stop it. It's 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 Saturday morning. They're all they, you know. Everybody's kind of like my dog right now. Uh, my dog the last three days has just been like running around the yard. It's cool. It's nice. It's uh, there. You know, there's a breeze, and I think everybody's kind of like they. They, you know, it's cloudy. It's ugly. It's breezy. They, you know, they're not getting mm-hmm. outside. They're antsy. <laughs> Slightly. Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, I do. So we're gonna it, keep the finger on the dump button. That's for sure. Hey, by yeah. the way, yes. I should I should have put the dump button on myself. Um, I'm a moron because I I was thinking about the wrong Hagen. Oh, you, it's not it's not the Mandarin. I'm thinking I was no, thinking of the uh, the new Orange Park one. Right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. on 17. Yeah. Right. No, this is the Mandarin one. Exactly. Which I mean, is I, on I was, uh, which is on 13. 13 which, is, which is not in, on my side of town. So I was I was going with you. Yeah, yeah. that's my fault. It's my fault. So yeah. So I'm, blame I'm, I'm, the, a Saint, I'm a Saint John's blame County, the Saint dope producer. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Feel better, Jeff? Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> somebody hey, get on somebody get on your behind? Maybe a little. Yeah. Hey, when's the uh Callahan one opening? Uh, Hagen. It looks like a Bass Pro Shop. It does look like a Bass Pro Shop. So I, I know that we'll be there in November. Okay. That, that's that's kind of um you know, we, we had talked about doing like the soft opening or whatever in July, but you know, we do that big show in the fall. Yeah, um, and we're gonna we're gonna do it from that that new store. So, that yeah, and it's it's funny because I've I've heard people talk about it looking like a Bass Pro. It it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Have it. I mean, it's just a structure. You don't. It's not like log cabin. Right. It's just the framing right now, but it's looking like a very nice big store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fishing old school this year? Yes, you are. June tenth. June tenth. Yeah. yeah. Who are you fishing with? Uh, Heather. And possibly Dalton. Very cool. That's good. You Very go, cool. You, you, you take your boat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect family tournament. It's a perfect family tournament. Welcome in, Mr. Matt Bridgewater with Jim Lux. Nice to have you on the show. Happy to I be mean, here. I mean, I'll let you eat. It was nice of you. <laughs> it was nice <laughs> of you to <laughs> stop by. You weren't going to be able to stop <laughs> yeah, 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 ab- that absolutely. was good. <laughs> no, but it, 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 you know, obviously, um, we, we, we talk about Paul's uh, tournament. We had him on for two hours last week, but... He also has had Jeff Prosser doing some promoting, and and uh, I do my fishing reports on six thirty on on Friday mornings, and it's it's always interesting to it, Jeff knows a lot about fishing, doesn't know anything about tournament fishing, you know, and some of his questions are pretty cool because they're, they're questions that I wouldn't have asked, but just like what you talked about, you know, the the family aspect of it, you know, and. The it, it, and if you just look at the past winners, I mean they're just regular old Joe guys, man. Yeah, which is really cool. I mean, for yeah. decades, you could almost name the top five or top ten list of every tournament, and you, know, you wouldn't know who's going to win it because there was still some chance. But uh, the tournaments were were set up really to favor the the big boats yep. that go a long way, got an unlimited budget, yeah, uh, the bait and all that stuff, and. But we started talking about doing a doing the old school tournament, and uh, 
it was just one day on the boat. We were all talking about like what are all the things we would change to make a great tournament, right? You know, to be you know to to get people fishing to where anybody's got a legitimate chance, and it has proven to be true. Oh yeah, I, I mean it's just playing been field first first tournament, guys first day ever going king fishing with his wife and his son. Was it, it was and a great it? story. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right, it's like like thirty feet in the southeast hole or something. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. what well, allows anybody with any kind of boat. I mean, from a seventeen foot Mako that's fifty years old. Uh, a person with a with a Carolina skiff, and, th- and th- that's what was really great about that tournament and the yeah. format. Well, yeah. it, it it started out that way. Kingfish tournament started out that way. Correct. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, look, let's face it we we didn't know a damn thing about slow trolling. Nothing. Not, and people are like, "What?" Look, we didn't. We chum fished. That's how yeah. we caught kingfish. Mm-hmm. And then the North Carolina boys came down here. And and they were winning everything, and they were slow trolling. They were kicking our butts oh, were, right here in the yeah, they were killing us, yeah. you know. And, and but, they, were, they were running to the cape. I mean, they could run that far. And you yeah, that kind of came later. But yeah, it uh, did. I mean, even even here, I mean, with with our fishery, our fishery, it still is extremely good. But they would get on the beach and slow troll, and we're like, what are they doing? And by the way, they would slow troll right through our chum line. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, they, they that changed. Everything. I mean, that changed boat sales. Mm-hmm. It changed so much. We'll, we'll, we'll continue continue that thought. Let's take a break here on the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. When we come back, we got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. All right, now it's time for your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Uh, you, like, have... Uh, an unbranded convenience store, and you wanted to be like lumped in with a bunch of other stores to get a better price on your fuel. Well, that's what LV Hires does. And also, if you have a job site and you need fuel on the job site, they do that too. Give them a call at 259 2314, all over the Southeast, by the way. So, this week's gear tip is you, Captain Kirk. Yeah, it's kind of the kiss theory, you know, keep, uh-huh. it, keep it simple, stupid. A lot of folks have a tendency to. You know, over tackleize, and you and I are kind of simplistic. <laughs> to oh, what? To what? Over tackleize. Over tackleize. Over tackleize. Uh-huh. I think that's a brand new word. I was today years old when I first heard that. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been blessed then. I have. But it's, it's carnism. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. just over tackleize and yeah. retackleize. Retackleize, yeah. over tackleize. I mean, oh. it's just you know, basically, you know, what I do in in my tackle bag and i have a tackle bag with floats in it and you know floral uh, you know uh-huh. leader and and steel wire and everything else extra pliers and hookouts and all that but i keep my tackle simplistic based on where i'm fishing if i'm fishing inshore i right. have an inshore tray mm-hmm. and if i'm fishing offshore i have an offshore tray right so i'm, I'm looking at at your trays and and the one that i buy from strike zone is it, it basically looks like this except for one side of it is all open yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i can put my wire in there and then on the trays i have my different size treble hooks i got my swivels i mean and, and if you think about a kingfish rig that's just about all you need so i've got two different sizes of trebles i got a four to six mm-hmm. and then i've got my one aught live bait hooks yeah. and i got my swivels and then i have my wire in, in that that big compartment and it's the same size as those and it's so funny because I'll pull that out <laughs> and people are like oh, that's it 
I know. Yeah, I hear that, that all the yeah, time. That, that, I go, that, yeah, that's my whole tackle box for kingfishing right there. You know, I'll have I, people, I'll get in the boat, and, and I, you know, we'll catch a couple kingfish, and I've gaffed them, and put mm. them in the box. And, you know, usually I'll just cut the line and leave the hooks in there when they're bouncing around, and then right. I'll pull them out later. And if I can use them, I use them. If I can't, you know, I'll flip them because they'll just, they'll just rust out. But they'll look at it, and they'll pull. sometimes they'll pull that whole big old tackle bag out of the locker, and I go, I don't need that. I said, I just need to tray. Right. And they go, that's it? I said, I can rig leaders and lines and rigs off a single tray. And they go, oh, okay. And so I just thought, you know, why not show everybody how you do it, how I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, one tray is inshore. You can see all the egg sinkers, uh, the silver beads. You know, my wife was a school teacher, and so she had all these beads she was going to throw away as a teacher. And mm-hmm. it has all the letters of the alphabet on it. I'm like, I'm not throwing those away. I'm going to use them. So I use those as beads. And then you've got... Slide swivels. You got three-way swivels for bottom fishing. I keep hooks in there for fishing for vermilions or trout inshore mm-hmm. or bull reds like I did this week. Um, some basic swivels. And if you look at the other tray, you can see that it's, you know, with the treble hooks. I've got your kingfish tray. I got a kingfish tray. I mean, you got a little bit of everything in there. You got and, – and when I kingfish, I use different – different size hooks yeah, you, i've even you, told you, dave yeah, yeah, i would go down to number eights yeah you, a lot of I, people I, use number six four mm-hmm. x well i use number eights and they're like why and i go because sometimes the fish get a little wise to the hooks and smaller hooks work better sometimes yes, it is. there's your lv hires ink gear tip of the week i know uh, before we start talking uh, the bahamas because i this this picture of this white marlin i want to hear the story from you guys because dave you caught it obviously it was on matt's boat and was 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 Boot the captain? Oh yeah, yeah. Always, 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 always. <laughs> All right, let's let's go talk to Mullethead. Mullethead knows everybody here. Morning, Mullethead. Good morning. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. I can't, I can't believe none of you guys want to go to the boat ramp this weekend. No, not not <laughs> not, not 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 a chance. I'm having trouble keeping them in the studio. They're yeah, so but, eager. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that. The, the the big holiday weekends, uh, my boat stays on the hill, and uh, and 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 uh, and, uh, and the, the boater skip day thing coming up. I could I could really care less because that's really amateur hour at the, at its finest, and uh, don't don't the, want any part of it. So the only thing that's worse than two holiday weekends is two days of snapper season. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I'm serious, I mean, it's not only that, but, it's, but, it, but it coincides with the Kingfish Challenge. Exactly. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah. It, um, I mean, that, that, that could be a whole, a whole different topic subject that would probably take 12 hours at least on the radio. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just, yeah, I was in actually in a pretty good mood this morning until you had to bring that up. <laughs> Yeah, that's a blood pressure breaker right there, you know. Pull out yeah. the BP pills, you know. It's, it's just yeah, winds that, everybody that, that, up. That, well, that, I was just like the, yeah. the guys they, that I was fishing with yesterday. They, they were fishermen, okay. They, they had two forty three Everglades. I mean, they fish kingfish tournaments. The one, the one word that came out of their mouth, which I, which I've said this all along, it's dangerous. It's dangerous it to have two days of snapper season. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. You know, it, and it forces them. To go on days like today, regardless, because they're going Re- regardless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, I'm I'm in the boat business, boat repair business. And and every time they do this, you know, you and, and you you always hear. Yeah, I think last year there were two or three. Yeah, I know there was two. 
take take it on water. Yep. You know, because this is the first time their boat's been out, even though it's the middle of summer, first time their boat's been out in a year and they don't know nothing. You know, it, and and you get out there and, and it's 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 yeah, it's a mess. Um but on a good on a on a good note with this weekend, number one Memorial Day, uh-huh. you know, uh, thank you for all the you know, uh, yeah, for for everything that that is, but uh, Kevin, looks like we're going to have some nice, cool weather. It's literally going to be in, in the low fifties, <laughs> high forties in Georgia this weekend. Well, and that's the cool thing: the uh, weather. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to hang stands, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as temperature, it's spectacular. Yeah, I mean the yeah. weather is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but it's not just beautiful for boating. It's and not. definitely not boating offshore in this kind of mess. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a, it was a great good. week to work in the yard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, I mean, yeah. You know, um, seriously, my yard looks great. Yeah. I worked in the <laughs> yard. I had plenty of time to work in the yard. We worked on plants. Yeah, planted vegetables and I, fruit trees. And I, yeah. I, 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 I do I do have a fishing story real quick, and I know okay. you guys are busy and got them stacked up, but uh, yeah, they uh, the, the St. Augustine mahi stampede. Uh, you know, me and Junior fished that. Which mahi fishing this year, last year, year before has been dismal. It's just, oh, just ridiculous. I mean, they've got a three fish aggregate, and I think fifty six pounds is leading, um, and it ends uh, ends ends on the thirty first. That but, is uh, bad. Went, ugh, you know, went fished two days in a row, caught two mahi and two blackfin, um, and then uh, we we ended up going last Saturday as well, a uh, little bumpy going out but we were able to make it out to to the to the deep water about 28 miles an hour um nothing on the troll uh changed it up uh went bottom fishing uh junior caught a nice big mutton uh, we had a scamp um had a nice cobia african pompano some trash can lid size trigger mm. fish yeah. um uh, about a eight or nine pound margate which i've never wow. eaten one of those oh my goodness we uh, we 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 filleted that scamp and filleted that margate right next to each other, and and both of them. I mean, if you didn't know just by the shape, you wouldn't be able to tell because that margate is so white. Huh. It is. I mean, just one. And and we had a sand tile, which is the, those are always a a, a nice bonus that uh, got put in the broiler, and 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 me and Mama Mullet had that for dinner. So, um, Paul, how how deep? We were anywhere from a hundred and. 160 to 180. Right, and and we were talking about this um, earlier. Did like, did you catch any red snapper? We did not catch any red right. snapper. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once we, you get that we, deep, we, they we, just kind of disappear. Yeah, once you get deep, yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Um, um, and the cool thing is, is, is I mean, I've I've never caught a scamp. Um, and did I? I ended up catching the one last weekend, and I caught it on one of those dang butterfly jigs huh, very cool um which yeah oh yeah yeah that thing rolled up and and i was like damn that looks like a flounder and of course junior went crazy he's like oh it's a scamp it's a scamp. you know and got it in a boat <laughs> and then uh we we came in a little shallower and i'm and i'm i'm working that jig a little bit over a different piece of bottom and you know it the, the rod bends over and gets going and and about a 38 inch cobia on a jig which was also really that's, cool that's a good day I'll see I'll see you this afternoon. Yeah, Kevin, we'll see you this afternoon. Kirk, Kirk we'll talk to you later, bud. Y'all bye be bye. safe. All yeah, right, man. take care, Paul. Yeah, bye. Do you have, Matt, Dave, do you fish very many of the snapper days? 
I, I try to fish them all. You try to fish them all? Two of them or yeah. three of them per year. Um, hopefully, we've got some relief coming in the in the next few years. Uh, they are conducting a new survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just unfortunately at the at the neck of the federal government. This is a federal government issue, not a state of Florida issue, not a Southeast Fisheries. It's a it's a federal government issue, and it's going to be a while. Um, they've got to conduct the survey, and they finally have gotten it going back in the Gulf at a reasonable level now, and uh, that's because the Gulf waters are not managed by the federal government, managed by the state waters, right? by the states. So uh, we'll see what happens. I can tell you there's a lot of people fighting really hard to get us more access to the fishery and to keep the access we've got and a lot of money, a lot of energy. Uh, it's, it's a big part of what we do. Right. Uh, and, and I'm very passionate about it, but it is the single most frustrating thing that I'm involved with. I, I mean, I get to the point where you just don't want to even talk about it anymore because it's, but I, I, I really thought that we might have some relief this year. You know, I thought, I thought it might be, a, a, you know, a couple weekends or something like that. And, the, but when they, when they don't announce it until basically the middle of May, you know, something's going yeah, on. The rumor uh, was that it was going to be one day. So I was, right. frankly, I was surprised it was going to be two days. <laughs> I actually uh, thought it was going to be zero days. And, yeah. And, and it was the conversations possible. I was having right. with the it fishery was, people. was possible. The thing we're focused on right now is, you know, they mandated, I think rightfully so, the, the release files to the descending devices to get your snappers back down. And what, what, they're, what they're basically saying is we're out there snapper fishing uh, every day, right, because we're fishing for other stuff and you're catching your snappers and you're bringing them up. I just can't emphasize how critical it is. Use the descending device. Uh, there's a number of them out there. You can even just take a lead weight yep. on an old pen rod. that It works real well and kind of just drop him down. Um, what they're doing is they're saying all this this catch all throughout the year and, of course, during the two days of snapper season uh, is that we're killing all these snapper. Well, we know it's not the case. You know, right. We try to take them out there and all that, but no. um, we need to not kill those snapper. We need to try to either fish inshore or fish offshore or – just try to be mindful. If you start catching a bunch of snapper, maybe pick a different reef. Matt, what can the normal recreational angler do to help this cause right now? What what can they do? I know they're listening out there, and a lot of them are passionate about it. I, I know Kevin and I are, and a lot of the other charter boat captains, but what can the normal fishermen do? I, I think the descending device and, and showing that they're using it and posting on, you know, hey, we caught a couple, and you know, don't pull them all out of the water and take selfies with them and all that. All that does is, is kill those snapper. And so if we can keep the fish, you know, if you're not, if you're not going to be able to keep it because it's out of season, get that thing back down on the bottom and, and release it. And like I said, you know, troll around the top for a while. And I know sometimes they'll even bite your yeah, kingfish I, I, stuff I, I, on that's, top. That's, that's what I was getting ready to bring up is that, you know, I mean, honestly, let's just take 10 years ago. You know, if we were all slow trolling and somebody caught a snapper on a, on a downrigger, you'd be like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Highly now, rare. Yeah, highly rare. Highly rare. You know, and now you, you know, you're, they're, they're crushing flat lines. I mean, they're eating everything. You know, <laughs> you, yep. you, can't, you can't troll over that particular piece of bottom because you're, you're going to catch a snapper. I mean, if that downrigger's down, there's a very good chance that it's going gonna, it's gonna to get bit. A lot of competition. Yeah, that, yep. exactly. A well, lot Matt, of fish down there. Yeah. What, what about, you know, the recreational angler? Who, who do they talk to if they want to voice their displeasure or, or they want to help or whatever they can do? So with, with all these fisheries uh, deals, it's it's it sounds crazy, but we send out the email links and you'll see them on Facebook. You know, hey, click this link to, to write your opinion to the federal government. 
they are required by law to read those. And, and, and the more we send them, and if you can even make it a little bit personal and make it your own as opposed to the, just the, the proposed text. It's, I saw one for the National Deer Association yesterday. They sent it to me. Boom. You know, write the letter. Send it to the governor and, and try to get that done. Um, they, they really do listen. Um, the challenge we have, for example, with the whale deal, the right whale. Yeah, what's your going to talk about? Proposed zone is uh, the fishermen wrote, I think we had 5,000 some odd comments, which is awesome. Uh, that's a lot of fishermen taking their time to do that. Eighty-five thousand from the environmental side, right? And, and Eighty-five thousand, right? Comments. A little, little different passion there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the you know, save the frogs groups and all this. I mean, they're all pulling all that money, and then they'll they'll they filed a lawsuit to sue the federal government to shut down voting. Really, is what they're trying to right. do because of the right whale, which is again a whole other topic. But but we're facing a. A, a bunch of people that don't want us fishing and hunting. I right. mean, that's just that's just the bottom line, yeah. and they'd much prefer to let the oceans come and go and and yep. all that. And you know, I think we we feed millions of people here just with fish. Well, it and the 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 economy would take a, a massive hit. It would I mean, be it would be I, devastating. I, I mean, you know, yeah. you just how again, and and I'd say this: how somebody can lay their head down at nighttime knowing that they just put millions of people out of work. Is is beyond me. There's there's uh, there's other ways of doing this. You know we don't we don't have to. But that's what they want. They want the the, the boating industry and the hunting industry to dry up. That's the way they believe. It. I I guess. Yeah. It, it sure seems that way. It does. Um. The you know it's uh, it's it's a it's a major challenge. I'll tell you our our local congressman John Rutherford yep. is is the rock star. In Congress, right uh, on on these issues, and and he is uh, he has been on our team, and he's pushing the agenda, and you know uh, the Republicans got control of, of the House now, and so they, these things are are we, we got a chance, we got a chance to get some some logic in. It's just a painfully slow process. Yeah, it and I, I know we need to take a break, Chris, but the one thing, and and we'll talk about this when we come back. We're the conservationists. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, we yeah. we're we're we're. I mean, uh, my gosh, Dave, look at the business that you're in. Yeah, you're in the business of taking care of animals, as in your your tall tides business. Exactly. You know, yeah. you go and tell people how to take care of a herd of deer. You yeah. tell them how to raise quail. You, I mean, this is what we all. I mean, I have a hundred acres. So you you have acres. I mean, and, and, and I take care of the animals. Yeah, oh, we're all we, about, yeah. We grow far more deer than we shoot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we're all yeah. about conservation and maintaining habitat, not just for, for the animals, but for all the animals, oh. not just deer, but everything out there. Oh, I mean, you, you know, know, again, you know, we're king, passionate king, about kingfish it. is three per, three per person now. And I'm, I'm, I am not killing three kingfish per person. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and people that fish with me know that if you want, if you want to take a couple 15 pounders, it, then that's fine. You know, but mm-hmm. but I promise you, any it it, it 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 I have not killed except in a tournament. I've not killed a, a twenty five pound plus kingfish in years. There's no reason. There's no reason. Yeah. You know, because we got two perfectly good eaters in there, twelve fifteen pounds. Yeah, and that's that's it's the way it is. Well, take what you're going to eat and let the rest. That's go. right. That's yeah. right. You know? Well, and with kingfish, you can't you cannot freeze it. No, it's terrible. <laughs> you know. So anyway, six four one ten ten. Give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Wild West Guns and Gold. If you're looking for a new 
rifle for deer season. Deer season's right around the corner. Thank <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm analyzing deer data right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. Oh, I, we we looked at the weather, um, and uh, Paul's hunting with with me this year, me and Roger, and uh, I looked at the weather this weekend. Fifties high of seventy two, a northwest breeze. Let's go hang stands. Yeah. I know. You know, I, I mean, hey, I'm literally was looking at my calendar yesterday because I'm. This is my favorite time of year to fish, as a lot of us are. When every, right. every, all the plagiarists are here, all the kids, yep. all that stuff's going on, and I'm counting my weekends between travel softball <laughs> and all that good stuff, right? And camera surveys. Yep. I've only got you know like eleven weeks. Yeah, camera surveys are right. You cam, start camera August? surveys August tenth. Wow. Yeah. So, well, maybe a little more than eleven weeks, but two months basically. Do you do you survey Matt's property? Uh, they run their own cameras. Okay. Yeah, and I, you know, help analyze with with Boo and the rest of them on right. what shoot, not shoot. Yeah, we 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 get Doctor Deer out there. You do at least once a year. Yeah, yeah. I I would. I, he's, I, he's designed the whole property. Uh, he and Dave and Ron designed the whole property about redesigned it about six years ago. How, the okay, how much property? Uh, it's about two hundred seventy five acres. Okay. All right. That's uh, it's fun. It's it's the best. It, it's yeah. it's uh. Learning this 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 whole process um, of of deer management, um, I, I and and we've talked about this. I mean, I I grew up dog hunting. That's that's what we did here. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. hunting Florida, and, and uh, you know, we grew up in Guana. I didn't know anything about sitting in a tree stand. You know, I didn't yeah. I, I I didn't know anything. I mean, total voodoo to every kill a doe. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way I grew up. I mean, it was like you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had to have horns. Had to have horns. And, and, and you I, got, would, I would venture. Oh, go ahead. Well, well, you just got dropped off. I remember just is the first time I got hunting. Yeah. They, we're going to drop you at the goat stand. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, the gar hole. <laughs> yeah, the gar yeah. hole. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I would venture to say you didn't think about and do stuff for deer through the year. It Heck was like no. season came. No. Man, season starts in three weeks. And you got to rock and rolling. And, you know, no. what deer management is to me and to, a lot, like, to Matt and a lot of folk, to yourself. It's the game, you know, it just never, the season never ends. No, it does not. It's all year, and great hunting doesn't happen by accident. No, it so doesn't. It's all the stuff that you're And now with you're cell doing cams? Year. Uh, cell cams, you'll, you'll lose some sleep. Uh, you know, you, you know you, I mean, you can't every, have a, you can't every have a, morning when I wake up, I put the coffee on, the first thing I do is check yep. my cell cams. That's, that's the first thing I do every single morning. And yeah. I'm disappointed when they don't have a picture. I'm like, damn it, you know. And I don't care whether it's a, a possum or whatever. I, you know, I just those things are so cool. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, and by the way, fantastic security. Excellent. Oh, yeah. you, you know, I mean, I, I have no internet up at my place in Georgia, but I've got I've got cell cams and I've got neighbors. I mean, I can have somebody there, you know, in, in five minutes if 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 there was anybody ever to be oh, around yeah. my place. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Where are we going, Kirk? Uh, Darren. All right, Darren. Hey, guys. Morning, How Darren. You doing? Good. Good morning. Good morning. So I, I hear Matt Bridgewater over there, and, I, and you guys, are, we're always talking about the, the red snapper fishery. I actually, uh, a couple of days ago, spoke to Kim Iverson up there at the South Atlantic Fisheries you know, Management Council and right. uh, for about 45 minutes. And uh, I was trying to figure out, I said, you know, we, we've talked about garbage in garbage out data that they've been using to determine all these things and and she says well we're trying as matt was just saying you know they're trying to redo the data collection however 
Now, when we have these folks coming up to us at the boat ramp saying, hey, what's your catch? I see them. I got the FWC T-shirt on, but they're really not FWC. And I say, ah, no, leave me alone. I, I don't want you taking more fishing from me. And when I told uh, Kim Iverson up there at the uh, Fisheries Council about that, she goes, well, now you're impeding our data collection. What do you guys think about that? So uh, let me, let me, this is, this is my story. And, and, uh, yeah. by the way, those, those, those folks, they, they, they do a great job. Uh, I, I, I have no problem with that, but they were doing a survey one day and I had it in short trip and she asked me, she said, um, did you catch any red snapper today? And I said, no, ma'am, I stayed in shore. She said, so you did not catch any red snapper. I said, ma'am, I didn't go in the ocean. I stayed in shore and I watched her write zero. Right, you on, was a day of fishing with zero snappers. So yeah, was, in zero. a way that hurts you. Yeah, um, exactly. That's that. So uh, I mean, that's that's kind of what, that what shows you they don't understand. It's like if if you're right. trolling the Gulf Stream, did you catch any red snapper? Well, well, no, we don't catch red snapper in the Gulf Stream. But they <laughs> they see everything as the same. Uh, and historically, they're measuring snapper per square mile or snapper per some acre, you know, right. per acre. And and uh, we're trying to get them focused. Hey, the snapper are on the reefs, you know, right, sixty to hundred feet. I yeah, mean, yeah. plenty of them. And plenty of them. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. So right. yeah, I mean that that that's my story, Darren. You know. Yeah. So so what do you suggest? What, did we tell them? Yeah, yeah, we caught you know twenty of them, released all twenty of them. <laughs> they all went down with a descender. It, and, he's got a great question. Happened. What do, do you do? You say zero, or do you say no? We caught twenty and and and, and released. You know, because they're they're asking us not to catch them. I think if if you fished inshore, they say, "Did you catch red sapper?" We did not target bottom fish today, right. or or you know, try to just say, you know, but we, if you, we if, had no effort towards catching but, them. So right, but 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 I think Darren's question is, if it, let's just say he was at sixty feet and he did catch twenty snapper. Yep. Does he? I mean, is it better just to say yes, we caught twenty snapper? I, I would think so. Okay. And, and, and you say Definitely. that, but you need to follow it up, like he suggested. And I used the descending device to send them all down. Gotcha. And I had a 100% release. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't see any floaters. They all look great uh, because that's the truth. Right. right. And, and and if you if you add that to it, I think you are helping the situation. Okay. All right. I agree with that. Yeah, because when the marine biologist was uh, presenting his data, and they were just like you were talking about, they count everyone we catch as dead loss. And it's like, come on, guys. How do we... Other than putting some kind of a tracer on that fish and then being able to say, hey, for two hours, that fish went to the bottom and was happy. And uh, and then, you know, but I don't know a better way to collect the data. So, anyway, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks, Darren. Stay well. Bye-bye. Yep. Let's go talk to Mr. Jake Dunn. This was, this was kind of cool. Uh, good morning, Jake. Hey, good morning, fellas. <laughs> so, I got a picture from... Captain Bill Polkoff as well, Big Bill, yesterday. And he sent me a picture of your daughter, Maddie. Correct, Jake? Yeah, it was a kind of a throwback. Yeah. So (laughs) he had a picture of her very first fish, redfish, that she ever caught, was with me. Wow. Yeah. And then 10 years later, Bill takes her fishing and catches her first kingfish. Yeah. That's... That's awesome. It's, yeah. it's a great story. Yeah, and it's funny because b- both trips, uh, she outfished everybody. So I, I, I've done something right. So yeah, that's cool stuff. <laughs> take a kid fishing. Take a kid fishing. Yeah. And take all the kids. Fishing. I mean, it was really nice for Chad Starling to donate that charter from Team Buck Rogers to 
yeah. take y'all offshore, and what, the weather was just perfect. Y'all had the perfect opportunity. Yeah, it was awesome. Captain Bill, uh, Team Buck Rogers, all, you know, both did just a, a phenomenal job. And and to a testament to Captain Kevin Favor too. <laughs> we did we had a great time when we went ten years ago. So it was pretty cool to to kind of go full circle on. The, you know, I've been a fan this long of the outdoor show. Yeah, and, that's pretty cool, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I happened to like <laughs> that's uh, great. You know, it was funny because we were at the outdoor show uh, at the Christmas special and. You know, as y'all are, you know, auctioning off prizes and stuff, you know, I heard that, you know, you guys were talking about the the, the fishing charter with <laughs> Team Buck Rogers. I, I literally looked at, at my wife and I said, babe, I need you to win this fishing charter for me and Pearl. <laughs> and I swear to you, like it was, they called her number right then. And I <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was just meant to be, but. It was really fun, man. It was cool. I mean, the kingfish were were, were biting. Uh, Captain Bill just uh, he did a fantastic job with the kids, and you know they they had a great time. And yeah, it was it was awesome. You know, I went out ten years ago. I had I had two girls at that time, and and ten years later, I've doubled that amount. So mm. now I've got more fishing trips. I've got to get going. So. <laughs> better get to work. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so that means we'll see you at the Christmas show again this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for sending those pictures and everything. Yeah, absolutely. All right, buddy. Thanks, guys. Yep. See you. All right, let's go talk to Brian this morning. Morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? What's going on, buddy? Oh, got the got a tractor behind me heading to Georgia. Uh-huh. Perfect weather uh, for yeah. it. I mean, it's, uh, it, it seems to be the theme, you know? I mean, it's it, – <laughs> all, all of us fishermen, most most fishermen I, – I wouldn't say most. 50% of fishermen hunt. You know, oh, I mean, I think I, it, I, it may be higher. It, it may be higher. Yeah, it, it, could, it could be higher. And, and so, I mean, I have a, a lot of great conversations about, about deer when I'm, when I'm fishing with people. But, it, you know, so, so we're all looking at the weather this weekend, and we're going, well, I can't go on the water, but – Honey, we can go to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> what can we get weekend. done on the property? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What else would you do on a nor'easter in, uh, yeah. in uh, May? Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. A true, like, four- to five-day nor'easter. Ugly. I'm telling you what, it, it is blowing up here in Fernandina. I'm just now leaving. It's 61 degrees. and <laughs> Wow. Like, I feel like it ought to be November. I know. I did. I, I I literally got my truck this morning and turned the seat heater on. I'm like, what the hell? But it's a great, but it's a great time to do stuff in the woods. Oh, it's, it is. It's, it's, can't wait. I was in the woods yesterday and it was beautiful. And I thought, oh, it could be 95 next week. That's right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's probably right. going to be. Yeah, it probably will. Well, well, we missed you uh, Saturday, Kevin. We had uh, we had a heck of a weekend. To be honest with you, we uh, we uh, had our uh, annual guys weekend down the St. Augustine. We rented a couple houses. And just. The weather at first looked like it was going to be kind of trashy, but ended up being really, really nice and caught a pile of fish. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just seemed to be that weekend. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, the pictures from last weekend are inc- incredible. Fish were biting everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, much everything except the mahi. I'll be honest with you. It's right. been, and there's a lot of different theories going around this the, the mahi bite this year. Did they stay on the east side? You know, there's a different current coming swinging in because the boys of South Carolina are just absolutely hammering the fish. But uh, we, we we had our chance at two blue marlin on Saturday, and one of them broke uh, the wind on, and, uh, you know, the other one just, just didn't stay glued on. But Saturday, Saturday was one of the funnest trips, Kevin, I think, 
I've done in a long time. All of us got on one boat, didn't get up early because we had a couple adult beverages the night uh-huh. before, and went bottom fishing. Well, you know me. I'm I'm not a huge bottom fisherman, um, but I, I, I do enjoy to go. We had a phenomenal day. We had eight or nine big old muttons, uh, a pile of big trigger fish and big D-liners, and I probably lost three muttons to the sharks. Wow. It, it, and to have 12 people on a daggum boat doing it, just taking turns on the back, it was uh, wow. cooking burgers <laughs> and everything. That's <laughs> awesome. Day. That sounds like fun. It was a good trip. It was that, a good trip. That's, that, that, that's good stuff. All right, buddy. You have a great holiday weekend, all right? Brother, you guys do the same. See you. All right, see, see you, Brian. See you. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And we're, we got a big crowd this morning. Captain Kirk Waltz, Dave Edwards, Brad Bridgewater from Jim Blucks. We'll be right back. Speaking of coastal equipment, uh, I'll be on the Kubota tractor this afternoon. I'm sure I haven't been to the property in about five weeks. I'm sure my grass is very high. Very high. I, and I... I hate oh, yeah. that. I hate pulling down my driveway and see my grass like like it. For some reason, it, it just it, I hate it. I, I, I like it when it's manicured. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. You know, and and when when I'm there, you know that 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 March and April swing, I can I can keep the grass mowed. You know, I'm there every weekend turkey hunting or something. But anyway, so it's gonna be high. It's gonna be high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we've had rain. Yeah, we've we've had we've had a we've had a, a, a good spring for. The deer, correct? It's, it's yeah. going to be snaky. It is. Oh, it, my place is so snaky. Oh, yeah. Is your place snaky? Uh, it is. It is. Hey, it's even been snaky here. I, two of my dogs have been bitten by poisonous snakes in, here in Jacksonville in the last uh, six months. No kidding. Yeah, including one last week. We were in the Bahamas. My wife called. I'm on the way to get some Benadryl. She's now a professional at that because you know, the first time you go to the vet, you freak out, and, and the vet's like, Gives them Benadryl, so keep some Benadryl around. Huh. And uh, I think wow, that's gave, a great tip. Yeah, that's that's that's. A, I can't remember the exact number. It was either three or four immediately, and then every six hours from then on, that dogs dog get right through it. You know, labs no problem. Um, right on the nose. Oh, yeah, swelled up. I mean, <laughs> looked like a, a bread loaf on her nose. Yeah. Uh, so because see, I I um I give my Brit fancy a. a Rattlesnake vaccination, mm-hmm. anti venom shot. Huh. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not very expensive, yeah. you know, and it, it lasts a year. No brainer, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a total no brainer because uh, Matt, when we get to the property, I mean, I, I, before I can even open the gate, you know, I have to let her out. She's she's gone. I mean, she's going to go check out. Dogs all Dogs love her. hunting as much as we do. Oh my, yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 do. So. I know we need to go talk to Captain Chip Wingo, but I I, I want to hear about the Bahamas trip because I've seen pictures, I have not heard stories, and so when when did you guys go to the Bahamas? So we went uh, last uh, Tuesday, last Saturday, last Saturday, and came home uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, and uh, just a quick trip. Uh, we try to that's our our testing grounds, that's the proving grounds because we can get we can get from the marina to outriggers out and baits in the water and two country music songs. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's just, yeah, it's right. unbelievable. And we can get employees over there, customers over there, friends over there, friends, of the community and, and show kind of what we're doing and get their, their feedback on what we're doing. Of course, we get plenty of feedback from everybody on the dock of what we're doing and we get yeah. made fun of a lot because we do some ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going over there next week to put a 30 foot outrigger for a center console, single pole. 
Um, and so I'm going to have one that's 22 foot, one that's 30 foot, one's white, one's black. Right. They're going to make fun of us. Right. But, uh, so we use it as our proving grounds, but every once in a while I get to bring a buddy, I brought Dave and, and, uh, uh, he, and he wanted it bad. He fished last year and, uh, we we're getting better at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's new to me, you know, trolling mm-hmm. circle hooks for blue marlin. I've, I've done it, been on the boats. It's different when you're holding the rod. Yeah, uh, and you're standing there, and and uh, Dave stood. You know what? I, what I went to. I don't mean to interrupt you because, but going and fishing Costa Rica numerous years ago, that's all they do is circle hooks. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it, it. First off, I am not a troller. I I, I I didn't grow up that way, and and I, I I still don't go out far enough to do that kind of fishing. But to go over there and watch those guys with those circle hooks catch. And know, that's a great that's yep. a great training ground. Yep. Um, you come out here. Like the gentleman was just saying, you know, he saw two blue marlin on a day. That's that's a that's great fantastic. day. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah, you had a great chance, yeah. which is awesome. I've, um, I've learned so much because it's not like rodding the rod holders not catching this fish. I no, mean, you got to have that rod in your hand. You've got to be on your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I caught I caught a four hundred and fifty pound black marlin. Wow. Um, on on a circle hook and a mullet, and and literally. Uh, the only thing I can say is it was sight casting. It, yeah, it's, it's a bait it, it, and switch. Yeah, it's a bait and switch. Cast. They <laughs> come up on the teaser. It, you're watching them. It's, your heart rate is just like a deer. And I was uh, going to say, it's just like a 150 class stepping right. out there. and you're Everything like, blacks oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, on Dave's Fish, He's he stood there for three days straight. Yeah. And, and I mean, all day. I don't think he left to use the restroom. I mean, he, he literally stood there holding that line. And went out of his way, and and I was up there with Captain Ron, and we looked to the to the right side, and there's a big mahi coming, not a big mahi, not a big mahi. It's a white marlin. You could see it was like a Guy Harvey painting on right. a flat calm sea. This fish was lit up. Wow! I mean, it was absolutely one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen because I've always fished from the deck of a center console. I, you really can't see him as well, but right sitting up high, you know, I could bridge. see him. Yeah, and saying, I'm like, oh God, he's going to Dave. Dave's getting to get his chance. Dave, Dave's standing right there. Boom, perfect. And he'd been doing practice rounds and he was freaking me out because he was practicing getting that rod out of the rod holder and having it in total free spool and feeding that fish. Right. And then you're counting, you're like, one, you know, one, two, three, four, five. You can't do that. I mean, it's got to be, you know, really a, a five to seven second drop back. And he did it perfect. And he eases up that drag and you're just hoping, hoping that rod bends over. And there it is. And the whole boat exploded. <laughs> That's and awesome. We're also fire. He did it all by himself. Last year, right. he caught his first blue marlin. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't hook it. Right. And it's 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 different when you you know when it's you, totally different. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I tell you what is the hardest thing and Matt can attest that I kept backlashing even practicing. Right. Is everything in my body, when you throw it in free spool and the boat's moving, I mean there's line dumping. Yeah. Is to put your thumb on it to stop it from backlashing. Oh, we and, all grew up bass fishing. Yep. Yeah, setting a shot setting a worm, yeah. setting the hook on a worm and, yeah. and and just you know, put your thumb on it, cranking down. That's you can't do either one of those things. No, no, with you a put your thumb hook. on it, you're going to cause a backlash. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to go against everything in you to dump it and let it go. Yeah, yep. it's even more fun because everybody's kind of got their own way, and so each person that ends up standing by you tells you how to do it. So I, I Dave, kind of asked me, and I told him, I said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm new to this, but this is this is how I do it." And we kind of rotate around during the day, and I, I see the next guy. <laughs> everybody's giving Dave advice. Well, this is how you do it. This is how you do yeah, it. So, uh, man, uh, just keep practicing. Yeah. Just. And and, and, and and just so people don't look, this is a big reel. No, 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 no. This no, is, no. A, this is okay. about the size of a kingfish reel. We're okay, fishing, okay, really, twenty five pound test on on Shimano. Um, got them from Dave, 
and uh, they're just they're super high speed, six to one retrieve. Um, it's twenty five pound mono, uh, and that's what we're catching blue marlin on. White twenty five pound mono, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How like cool ultralight. is that? I would have thought you guys were using a yeah. hundred pound. No, no, no need. Um, it's almost like with a with a dog. I mean, it's the best example. If you pull on that dog as hard as you can, he's going to pull back. Right. Whereas as with the fish, I mean, if you're pulling on him super hard, it'll put up a hell of a fight. But a lot of times, we can we can get the fish hooked up, get all the lines in super quick, put it in reverse, and go back. And he's jumping around and doing his thing. And we like to get the release then. Yeah. We don't get the release then. He's going south, and, and he's down there at three or four thousand feet for a while. Um, wow. And it, it could take a while. So so how long was the f- the fight on that fish, I don't know, not not crazy. Yeah, it long. was a white yeah. marlin, so yeah. so yeah, mm-hmm. but less than a hundred pound fish. They they jump around, they pull hard, they're fun, I and mean, they're kind of done after about ten or fifteen minutes. They're and, beautiful uh, fish. Oh, oh it's, 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 it's uh, incredible. It unbelievable. I mean, if, if I wish everyone could see when they're lit up, like Matt said, yeah, it is unsurreal. I yeah. mean, it yeah. looks like they've got batteries in them with lights. Right. I mean, they are literally lit up. Well, the water's a different color too. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, the fish, yeah, you can I mean, see you real see, well. Yeah. You could see uh, on the Facebook post that we put up the blue, the cobalt blue, yeah. turquoise. No, on the fish. Yeah, on the fish. And he's yeah. out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got some great footage of them. That's that's on our new uh, our new camera stick that we just made. It's a carbon fiber stick. Put the GoPro way out, and it's it's ten feet out. So the mate just shoved it right in the face. Of that fish is jumping. That's that's how we got that shot. Wow, yeah. that's cool. a great shot. Yeah. Now, so, how how big of a leader? Uh, sixty pound. Sixty pounds. Sixty pound. See, yeah. I would have thought it was a lot heavier than that. I, I guess I'm. You know, it, it used to be, and, and and in some cases still is. If you're pulling lures, you're going to need the bigger tackle yeah, with a J hook. But but with live, we're with uh, mullet and uh, ballyhoo. Um, that's that's how everybody's fishing. It's it's really fun. It's it's oh, yeah. there's just no way to explain it. That's a big yeah. fish. Hundred pounds. That's a well, big um, animal. Last year, when I caught the blue marlin. Two hundred pounds. Two fifty mm-hmm. something like that. And like Matt said, you try to back down to them while they're on top, catch them, release them, that kind of thing. If you don't, they submerge and go to the well, deep, yeah, and then you're in for what we were talking about with the tarpon. And you kind of want to break him off and go to the next one. <laughs> we, we got to yeah. put the picture up of Dave last Hand year. Hand it right to somebody after, else. <laughs> after he caught the blue marlin. I'm done. I thought he had a heart attack. He he literally laid down on the teak, that spread eagle, and – and just laid there. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm the best I've ever been in my life. And I was like, are you, can somebody keep an eye on him and make sure he's right. still breathing? He just laid down. I mean, we got crap everywhere. And he just, I just laid fell. Out. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I just got you, done. As soon as I got it, I just laid down. Every yeah. ounce of energy in his body was gone. I, yeah. I, because I, I, when I caught the black marlin, um, I was on a little boat in Costa Rica. And Carrie was with my wife was there. And I had uh, Mike Kaminsky was my cameraman at the time. Best cameraman I've, I've ever seen. This guy, he, and, and I'll never forget. I'm, I'm at, at the back of the boat. I'm watching this real, you know, the, with this big pillar nationals just getting dumped. You know, and I'm holding. All I had was a belt, no harness, no nothing, just me, me and him, right? And and the line's going out in the back, and and I turn around, and and Mike's got the camera pointed at the bow. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And he goes, turn around. And my fish is, my, the line's going out the back, but my fish is oh, out yeah. the front. Oh, yep. This is yep. a regular occurrence. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, yeah. I've never caught one. I just had no idea, line. you know? Yeah. yeah. That line's yeah. all like, the way hey, around. there's another one free jumping <laughs> yeah, up in front right. of us. Like, no, no that's, no, your, that's fish. your fish. What? Yeah. Yeah. But there's that much, they're that fast. They yes. can put that, 
that Crazy. much line out and 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 get way ahead of you. It's, it's unbelievable. Amazing, but it was uh, it was forty five minutes, and I did just the same thing that you did, Dave. When we got that fish up, and the adrenaline is just you know. Oh yeah. But it was it was everything that I had. I mean, like it, it, every knowledge, everything you know. I, I know how to use my big muscles. Everything that I had to get that fish, and we got her up. We got her build and 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 took some amazing pictures and let her go. And I sat down and 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 I was just I was like I'm done guys. Yeah, you're exhausted. Yeah, I, 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 that, that local beer is awful. Whatever that stuff is that they have in Costa Rica. <laughs> Click. And, and I had like two of them because I was just like so fired up, you know. And I'm like, y'all can't. Whatever can we catch the rest of the day is y'all. I mean, cause yeah, I was, y'all are real. Uh, yeah, y'all are real. <laughs> then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit here and watch. Well, last year with uh, the blue marlin, the seas were a lot bigger, mm-hmm. and we were backing down on it. And you know you got water coming over. Oh, the- you've got three foot waves coming in the boat. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, and we're not in a chair. Bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we're not in a chair. We're standing, standing yeah. there fighting like you're fighting a kingfish. Right. And you got a wall of water that smashes you in the chest. <laughs> right. I think Ron does that on purpose. I, right. I, I think, yeah. I, I think cools, there's part. He cools of that. his anglers off. But the, <laughs> but, but the whole cockpit Cockpit's looked like water. a yard sale. Right. Yeah. Of buckets and beer cans and. <laughs> I mean, because the whole thing filled up like a swimming pool, right? And um, so you were wore out from all that too. Yeah. You know, so. Bring a couple pair of clothes every yeah. time, two pairs of shoes every time. Because Boo's going to soak you. He's going to soak you, and he oh, loves yeah. it. Everybody, yeah. everybody's yeah. going to get wet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll tell you another. Uh, talking about how late they light up. Uh, when we hit, we're trying to avoid mahi because we're trying to get the marlin. Darn. And you yeah. know, a couple mahi's nice. We yeah. Fried up some mahi and all that. <laughs> but when they, when the mahi mayhem hit, hits, and you think you got to, you know, something, boo, you dump it. And then somebody else dumps, and somebody else dumps. You know it's mahi, but so we're getting them in, getting them in, and booze up in the bridge. And he says there's acres of them. And when I looked in the water, there was thousands. Of I can them. tell you where all the mahi are. There's yeah, the Bahamas. Yeah, they're the Bahamas. They're the Bahamas. I mean, the, and, the and the sargassum weed. There's oh yeah. There's there's it's everywhere. You know we 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 talked about the sargassum weed. Yeah. Two months ago, the, mm-hmm. I mean the the prediction of mm-hmm. five thousand miles of it coming this way it was like down there yeah yeah it's it's not unfishable but you you better be holding that line because you can feel the weed get on your long rigger where you can't really see it right Right. um and you can feel the difference in it and then you got to kind of clear that but um we we like the mahi don't get me wrong but every all the time you spend catching mahi you know you could have that blue marlin up there so Mm -hmm. so we try to to, you know we'll catch the ones and it's great practice and dave caught he was missing the mahi left and right, left and right. And then he caught his first one on the circle hook. And I said, all right, buddy, you, you caught your first one on a circle hook. Catch another one on a circle hook. You know, and, and he caught the second one. I said, you're ready. And damned if it wasn't the next the next fish. It was a marlin. Yeah, a, a well, marlin. So you got to feed the feed the uh, mahi, too. I mean, yeah. It's not like they just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that hooked. circle hook, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But what I was going to tell you is when we were fighting these and Boo yelled, hey, they're everywhere. Look down. When I looked in the water, the ocean – was yellow and green. Isn't that cool? From yeah. the color of the mahi. Yeah. I mean, the whole, everything you could see was wow, surreal. Yeah, I mean, yeah was, part, part of me had a little bit of Frank Strickland in me. I say, <laughs> if, if, if I had pulled, away, if, if I had pulled away from those mahi with yeah. him on the boat, he'd yeah. shot. Me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, well, yeah. well, we, well, you kind of want to sit there and bail him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and catch the, your, the old catch days. Your, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's it, what we would have done. You know, and it's it's funny. The first time I took Kirk sight fishing. For redfish and and the water in St. Augustine is totally different than Mayport. And yeah. this was February, gin clear, and I'm like, I said, so when whenever we pull over this this oyster bar, Kirk, I said, look for blue, and he's like, what? I said, yeah, I said because their 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 tails are are lit up bright blue, 
And and the first one we pulled over, there was shoot, a whole school of redfish on top of this worship bar. And it was blue. You know, because the fish on in our part of the water, a, a, a redfish is, is pretty white. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but that tail, he's like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You believe but, we get to do this. Like, yeah, you yeah, see these yeah, 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 you see these things. Yeah, it's cool stuff. You, I yeah. mean, you look down in the water, and all you can see is those blue tails, and you're going, God, look at that. Yeah. I mean, just neon blue lit up like a Christmas tree, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're moving around all over the place, and you're going, oh, my God, look at all of them. You're freaking out, you know, yeah. trying to get mm-hmm. that first rod to them. <laughs> but, Incredible. But that's yeah. uh, Now, I got a question. Yeah, what? Go what? So we all using Speedmasters, Talicas, what reels? Oh, Bubba will kill me if I don't remember the name of the reel, but I don't. It's the Shimano High Speed Retrieve. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a 30-pound reel or 30-pound size reel, but um, not like a 30-pound International or, or Tiagra. It's right. much, much smaller. Sounds like a Talica. Yeah, Talica, one yeah. of those. And uh, it's like every year, hey, man, we got to get a new tackle. Like we, yeah, this this one's a little faster. This or Tiagra. <laughs> no, it's not the Tiagra. It's not um, a Tiagra? Mm-mm. It looks like Speedmaster. He's cussing me right now. Yeah, yeah he started, uh, it started yeah. with a T. Yeah, it started with a T. But it's Talica. I bet it's a Talica. It's, it's an yeah. unbelievable reel, and, and uh, that's what it is. It's a Two lot speed. of fun to fish yeah. like that. Because yeah. even a kid can hold the rod, right? Right. Anybody yeah, can exactly. hold it. Exactly. All right, but before we before we take a break, let's go talk to Captain Chip Wingo real quick, and then we'll do a ring power tip of the week. Morning, buddy. What's up, Chip? What's happening? Uh, it's beautiful up here. Can't wait. It's- yeah, I think Mike was on the tractor for about seven hours yesterday <laughs> getting it done. Um, one thing real quick, Jim Lex makes that friction hinge. Yes, sir. That thing is money. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Especially if you're a captain because the biggest thing that drives us nuts, or me, is somebody slamming my slamming hatches. Slamming those hatches. Oh, yeah. And the Pathfinder's got them. Hinges, those things are awesome. Yeah, you have to to- totally agree. The, the, the door to my console. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've had it where I didn't have the friction hinges, and then I, I, I since I had them, I'm not going to go back because just to be able to open the door and for it to stay there, that's yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a great product. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. We never yeah. imagined it would be as successful as it is, right? Frankly, but it it it. Thank you. Yep. Oh, absolutely. One other quick question for Mr. Edwards: Where can I get soil samples done in Jacksonville, or do I need to send them out? Yeah, I would recommend um, using Waters Laboratory. Out of Camellia, Georgia, sure. which sounds okay. like long distance, but it's not. Um, you just look them up. Waters, I think it's watersag. dot uh, com or watersag. Uh, just look up water. Just look up waters ag soil samples on the internet, and okay. give them a call or or either uh, send them an email. They'll send you free. Send you a box that has all the everything you need, the soil bags, etc. And you do, get collect your soil sample, ship it back to them. And within two days, They'll you're yep. going to get an email that has a PDF of your sample uh, report and recommendations, et cetera. Super great lab, does great service, um, and gives you what you need to know. Awesome. It's I worth doing. It very it's much. definitely worth doing. Yep. Yep. We've got a pretty big food plot we want to work this year pretty hard, and, and we definitely want to figure out every advantage we can. But. Yeah, and right now, well, right I, now I don't, is a good time. I, I don't want a damn thing growing in your food plot. It's a, <laughs> I, I wouldn't put soil samples. I wouldn't put fertilizer out. No know, peanuts. Is he yeah, next yeah, to you? Yeah, is his yeah. land next to you? Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and use um, use uh, golf course rye. Yeah, they love yeah. that. Yeah. Ren's rye. Yeah. Hey, Chip, now's a good time to do soil samples mm-hmm. so you can get your lime in. 
Get lime Absolutely. in now for your fall yeah, plot. You're you're, you're 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 breaking up, Chip. We got to let you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. See see you later. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the one deer that I sent to you last August, uh, a big palmated, be- yeah. beautiful. I know. Uh, and and he he shot that deer during muzzleloader. Yeah, your neighbor is your frenemy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah frenemy, frenemy, yeah. frenemy yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. But, but there is a, there is a war yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm really happy for you, Chip. <laughs> Darn it, I had uh, that on we'll, camera. We'll, we'll be right back with the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Now it's time for your ring power cat tip of the week and uh, we all know what ring power does they uh rent big equipment <laughs> do you big. use them all the time all the time yeah yeah cool yeah yeah i mean I, I, obviously in your business you you would you would have to rent some of their equipment we rent we buy we use them for repair all that good stuff see so so you need to get, you plans. need to get on the the, the kevin favor ring power list of them taking a customer fishing absolutely yeah <laughs> just throw them right under the time. bus yeah. yeah hey we went yesterday and it was so much fun <laughs> beautiful beautiful yeah just beautiful. yeah yeah i had a case of the shakes um <laughs> so that's anyway, me that's me so here it is ring power tip of the week uh old school kingfish tournament kingfish shootout let's let me let me make paul proud here here's it's it's the dailies Old school kingfish shootout presented by Yellowfin. You got to get all the sponsors. It's a mouthful now. (laughs) It is, but it's uh, to the end of the month, Matt. It's two hundred fifty bucks to get in. I I mean, it's that's that's for a kingfish tournament, and you can literally win over a hundred thousand dollars. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's three quarters of a day. Yeah, You, you go out with your friends or family. You spend two hundred fifty dollars plus, you know, not much gas because no. you can't go you past can't, three miles. That's right. Yeah. So you, so, uh, you can go out of any of the three inlets, and uh, I mean, you're just crazy not to go. Yeah. I, I mean, mean you, you can come out of Fernandina and literally fish right there. Oh yeah. Right? Uh, yeah you, and you can come, come out, out of the inlet. You come out of Mayport yeah. and take a little left and fish the Chum Hole, or you could go three miles and fish Southeast Hole. You come out of St. Augustine, you take a left, and you go two miles or your captain's house. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, literally, I think last year I burnt like seven gallons of gas. Right. You can't you, buy bait. You can't buy bait. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, you, there, you can bring ribbon fish, but, can, yeah, right. but, but you're not going to go broke buying bait. I right. mean, you, it almost eliminates all, you don't have to deal with the bait guy, right? Which right, is all, yeah, uh, which is uh, always a fiasco. The bait guy, I mean, yeah. his tank's broken down, his truck's broken <laughs> his down. His truck's I mean, broken it, down. That was the one thing I said, we, we got, we can't, can't buy bait. Let's, right. let's really even it up and, and let's eliminate getting up at three in the morning waiting on the bait guy who's always, you know. I mean, just imagine. I mean, that's the toughest job. Got to bring that bait up from Fort Pierce. Those guys are awesome, but yeah. you just can't do it. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's, it's it's good stuff. So make sure that uh, um, you you know, this is tournament. It's it's fun. I mean, the prize structure is yeah, outrageous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Yellowfin yeah. second place is ten thousand cash, and then third and fourth Garmin has those packages. One's worth eighty two hundred dollars. The other one's worth seven thousand plus three and two thousand dollars in cash for third and fourth place. Man, it's just a fun day. It's Shoot, a fun man. day. Doesn't get any it's, better than that. Uh, anyway, that's your ring power cat tip of the week. Last year, didn't you lose a big fish in a tournament? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does I anybody just wanted lose to bring a little fish? Yeah. Nobody yeah. loses Thanks. a little fish, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that. I remember you and you and I were talking. Um, and we and we literally were at the jetties. Yes. Yeah. You didn't have to go far. In fact, people were catching them at Fernandina. 
inside the jetties. Right. You know. Yeah, we were catching him right outside of the uh, North jetties. Yeah. Right there on the you're on the rip about, line. You're talking about Mayport. He's talking about Perlandina. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I mean, talking about not having to travel far. I mean, you literally didn't even have to break the rocks. Yeah. Right. If you wanted, if you if you chose to. not to. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know me. I mean, we 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 grew up together. I mean, I'm I'm a beach guy. Yeah, that's it's, great. It's what I it's what I do. I mean, uh, and and when these turn, you know, when this tournament came along, I'm like, because let let's face it, we Matt, you and I have have fished the greater, you know, which started everything basically. Absolutely. I mean, in in the eighties and and. Uh, Again, yeah. we we started before anybody knew anything about slow trolling, and and as these these tournaments grew, then then the the Kingbuster came along, which was, which which was an amazing tournament. You know, if you weren't, it was Kingbuster four hundred. It was four hundred yeah. boats. If you weren't in by January, you were on a waiting list. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 it was it was the kickoff. And there's something fun about when everybody was fishing on the beach, and when yeah. everybody's fishing on the beach. I mean, you could scream at people. I got to fish on, get out of my way, <laughs> right. and, and you're yeah. dodging people, and you're watching other people catch fish, right. doing high fives and stuff. Yeah. And when the offshore deal is just kind of hard to do all that, and right. so. So there's a it it's it in a way it's even just more fun because right. you're seeing all your buddies you make fun I, I, of them. I, 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 there's never been a water I mean, balloon launched. I mean, or, know, or I, anything I, like I, that. I, I can I can tell you that that Schulte and I over the years we go to the captain's house and and there's not anybody there. Right. And we're like, this isn't fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it, it, it was it was and when there was a hundred boats in there. It was cool, you know. Oh, you're yeah. like, oh gosh, he's he's got one, he's got one, you know. You're like, damn it, yeah. we're, we're we're where's our buy that, you That's know? Right. And it was, and and this tournament kind of kind of brings that back, um, because it 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 did get discouraging, you know, as as the the equipment got better and 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 people started figuring out where where these fish were, you know, I I, I can, <laughs> I, I can remember fishing the last house on the right. That's Down right. in Daytona, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and we were on a bite of fish all day, and they were all twenty-five pounders. Yeah, and it was me and Boo, and 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 here comes Matt and Dozier. They slide <laughs> in there for like literally five minutes, and they leave, and I'm like, what "The hell are they doing?" You know, and, he had been fishing south of all, th- yeah. south of you all day, yeah, and, and came in there, and and uh, Frank Strickland had called us and said, "Hey, there's there's some fish in here," and yeah, we put one line down, ribbon fish, boom. Yeah, forty something pounder. Was <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'd been there all day catching fish. We were wore out. We caught so many kingfish, but we didn't yeah. have anything over twenty five pounds. And uh, if I remember right, you came in second, won Rolex watches. Came that, in, came that, in right? second, run Underwoods had sponsored it, and we won won uh, four Rolex watches. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah, awesome. I was really really happy for Paul's you. Paul's where it is now, in fact. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great story there. Yeah, it was it was yeah just and uh, it's easy fishing. You know, for those that don't know king fishing, it's not like you're having to manage the whole family and eight-year-olds and everybody casting and no 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 yeah you put lines out everybody enjoys themselves and rod goes off get them up and somebody fights the fish yeah yeah it and and it's funny because kirk and i talk about this all the time that when whenever we're charter fishing you know most time we fish three rods one down one long and one medium or one short one you know we we can't we can't get crazy because it's it's just you don't need to no, that, you really don't. That's that's my point. Is that we we catch more thirty five plus pounders during the summertime of trolling three rods, you know, and and then yeah. you know I, you get in a tournament and why and, can't and, we and, do that? 
It yeah, always no, kills me. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You got. You have to put five or six out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like we got. We got more of a chance. No, you yeah. really don't. When, you know? when we fish tournaments all over the southeast, I fished with Wiley and Sandy for a couple of years. Uh, regularly, if especially if it got rough, we'd fish two lines. You know, one short, one long. Yeah, and that's it. Because um, if he's there, he's going to come eat it. Right. You know, I mean, Absolutely. You're trying to manage four or five lines. And I do know. All that. I mean, you just, you just cause yourself a nightmare. It's, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be I'm fun. with you. It's all about having fun. And it's and I, I really think you you can if it gets rough, especially pulling mm-hmm. those you know two or three lines, uh, just just right in the line. They don't they don't even need to be up in the kingfish rigger. Right. And, and uh, those baits swim perfectly great. You'll you'll get your chance. You, you you'll get your chance. Let's go talk to Leeward this morning. Morning, Leeward. Morning, guys. How's everybody? We're good. Good, good. Uh, just we did manage uh, to get our share of muttons and triggers and stuff last weekend, along with about a twenty-two pound jag, <laughs> uh, which nice. was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but we were in about one hundred and thirty feet, and we also got two or three, you know, fifteen, twenty-pound red snappers. Mm-hmm. So they're they're around when they want to be. I reckon. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dave. Dave was asking me this earlier, and I, I've, I've never caught a mutton snapper. Is are, are you fishing differently, Leeward? Uh, we weren't necessarily fishing different. They were all over. We we came across a huge school of cigar minnows on the way out, and so we sabikied uh, several dozen of those. And as soon as you dropped a live cigar minnow down there, oh, yeah. they were. I mean, before you even sniffed the bottom, they were all over. It. Wow. But you're yeah. not using any kind of different rig or extra long leader nah. or light line or nothing like that, are you? Nope, nope. It was all just standard bottom rig, you know, grouper rig type stuff. Got yeah. you. That's that, that, so, that's a good day. Uh, I, yeah. Um, uh, comment from Matt. Matt, I've never met you, but my daughter worked for you about five or six years ago, Kaylee, and y'all took them out uh, snapper fishing one day. We did. Yeah, and, she's awesome, by the way. Yeah, well, she she made it a point to call me that afternoon or that evening when she got back in. <laughs> that I got on the boat and I was the first one with the bait on, and I caught the first snapper, and they looked at me like I had three eyes, and I was like, "She's a great go, fisherman." Girl. <laughs> yeah, she still fishes with me in the tournaments and stuff. So I I, uh, I got three or four of them that uh, they all love to fish and stuff. So of course they all got little babies now, or she doesn't yet, but. Um, just uh, wanted to tell you thank you for that. I tried to keep her there uh, so I could get the employee discount, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but appreciate it, guys. All right, buddy. See you, Leeward. Uh, I, you know, that would have been like a – he would have been like a great charter captain name. Leeward. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, that's his name, Lee Ward. Yeah, yeah Leeward. Uh, I, I, I like, I, I, I fished with a, a, a kid – what was his name? It, it, and literally, it was like Hook or something, you know? I yeah. mean, I was like, wow, I, I'd like to have your name, you know? Yeah. Uh, Captain Hook. Yeah. Yeah, Charter. Port. <laughs> starboard. Port. Starboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Port, no. Go Starboard. What? Port? Yeah. No. So, real quick, uh, we, we, we got a couple minutes. The the whale thing. Mm-hmm. The right whales. All right? They... They, they they came out with this crazy rule that they were talking about outside of three miles in, in federal orders, a maximum of ten knots. Yeah, it's a essentially a proposed closure right. from Cape Canaveral all the way to Massachusetts with varying 
degrees of how far out, but from 10 miles, uh, 10 miles of water up to 80 miles of water as you kind of creep up in the Carolinas and offshore, uh, where everybody's got to go 10 knots for any boat under size uh, 35 foot. So you talk, it, it would ruin our local fishing economy. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to get the Gulf Stream. There's no way you can get out there no. deep, deep, to catch bottom fish on the, on the ledge. No. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's unsafe. Well, it's in heavy. certain conditions, it, 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 you can't maintain bare steerage. Uh, correct. Going 10 correct. Knots. The boats are designed to be on a plane. Right. And as we all know, when the boat's on a plane, it's up and out of the water. And uh, I was up in Washington, D.C. Uh, just a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I said, you know, I've seen hundreds of these right whales. Oh, you, yeah, you're exaggerating. I said, no, no, over 25 years of going wahoo fishing, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat regular to see these whales. And, and nobody in their right mind that has an outboard in February Okay, wants to hit a damn whale. Right, like, there's, there's no way. Right? right, I mean, it'll rip your lower units out. I mean, I mean, today you're going to end up on the news. Right. Um. So we we always just slowed back, let them pass on through. I mean, you can see them. You can see them if it's calm enough for you to be I, out I've fishing. I've seen them. You, you can absolutely giant. just stay away from them. Yeah. And and I think the best thing that we can do as a community, and this is up and down the coast. We need to communicate. We need to get on the VHF. Hey, guys, I got whales over yeah. here. Let's avoid this area. Right? right. We we do not need another collision. Common sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like when the right whale came up into Mayport. It came all the way up to the Navy base. Absolutely. I have never in 42 years, other than one other time, maybe 15 years ago, when one came almost, almost to the Sisters Creek Bridge and did that and did a loop up by the little jetties, and everybody got together and we forced it all back out. Yep. That's the only the second time I've ever seen that. And here it was a 30... 30 foot juvenile wow. sitting there in front of the Mayport Navy base eating pogies as the tide was going out <laughs> and we're coming out of the river and somebody goes, there's a whale. And I'm going, okay, where? Thinking it's out by the second set of twins in the channel. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh yeah, it's in the channel. And I turned around and looked back and I went, you have got to be kidding me. Mm -hmm. And it was. And everybody got on the radio and said, hey, everybody look out. The whale's over there by the, the Navy base rocks. Stay out of its way. And it was sitting right. right in front of a dredge, just going up and down, eating the pogies as it was coming out. But we, we, we talked about this earlier, Matt, that there, there's, there's a lot of groups that are just trying to shut us down. Okay. And, and, and with, with that, that was my first thought when I heard this proposal. This is just something else so far whacked. So the environmental groups yep. have gotten together. Right. They have sued the federal government under the Endangered Species Act, saying that the federal government must act. So the federal government, when it gets sued like this, you know, they've got to look at it. Um, I, I think they've their proposal is 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 ridiculous, mm -hmm. and and uh, we're we're working with them. And and I'll tell you this: they're listening. Um, they 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 had initially put the economic impact at fifty million dollars, oh. and and I was sitting there with the president of Shimano, the president of Penn, yeah. and they're like, we're fifty million each. That we're going to lose that many sales along the East Coast sure, yeah. per year each. So that's a, there's a hundred million, and that's not counting all the boat builders, the engine, and and I I think we're going to win this one. I really do. Um, no guarantees. Yep. Uh, but we've got an incredible group of people. We've got an incredible group of lobbyists, and that's that's how it is. You've got to have the lobbyists to get to the right people in Congress to explain them. And I think what we're going to find is that whether blue or red states, you think this is a coastal issue, but it's really not a coastal issue. Um, if, if the boating economy gets shut down along the entire East coast and now Gulf of Mexico, they've got the, the ricey whales. I didn't even know there was a ricey whale, but they're, they're same thing. Right. It's, it's a 10 knots, no nighttime navigation. The entire Gulf of Mexico, um, is what they're proposing. That would shut down the uh, oil industry. Yeah, you have to have an AIS tracker on every boat. Of course they want to follow you. Right. right. Uh, and, and the AIS was developed 
as a safety deal to keep me and you from hitting each other in the fog. Well, now if you're, the federal government's tracking you with it and they're going to send you a ticket, you know, you're going to turn it off. I mean, that's yeah. – so, I mean, it's just – I think as, as cooler heads will prevail, I think they are listening, and uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful that we can get a true economic impact to them very soon. But this is a one, you know, write your congressman, write your senators, write your governor, um, and and it will pay off, but but it's it's going to be a fight. Is there going to be an upcoming meeting that we need to keep uh, be alert for or so that we can tell our, our people that are listening, hey, this is when you need to send these emails, text messages, or whatever to your congressmen, senators? As the meetings come up, we'll certainly post them and, okay. and share them and, and all that. But, again, this is a federal federal issue. So we've got to get senators. The bottom line is we've got to get senators from the blue states to, to, to care about this. And if, and if they do, they'll realize just take – Wisconsin example, you know, where, where they make the mercuries, right? Yeah. And so traditionally, like, they're never going to side with, with our side, right? That's just how it is. But the, the senators there, they're going to lose 2,000 union jobs. Well, suddenly they now care about the whales, right? <laughs> yeah, and so and it's the same caring. thing yeah, if you think about the senators in Kansas. Like, they, Iowa, they need to care about this because a lot of those boats are built in the, in the Midwest. Yep. You know, thousands of them. So um, it's, it's, it, it would be like uh, – economic impact like we've never seen i mean it would it would shut down like how does it impact commercial commercial cargo like well, big ships? and so that's part of it it's for yeah. the first time it's uh we're seeing commercial fishing we're seeing recreational fishing we're seeing commercial cargo all come together kind of all come together which i've never figured out why commercial and recreational fishing we're on the same team, right? I mean, well, we all like to go to the restaurant and get a get a fish sandwich. Yeah. Well, you so, got to think too, in, in line with what David said, it, that you're talking about Crowley Maritime Trailer Bridge. Yeah. You're talking about Merck out of Charleston. I mean, you could go on and on with these big commercial well, shipping companies. Uh, just like what I talked about earlier, if you start t- saying you can't run at nighttime, that's that's the oil industry. It's gone. Uh, it's, it's gone. That's that's. The, I did it. And I was there. I mean, there I, is I, no I, exclusion for the oil industry, and and of right. course they're going to fight to try yeah. to get that, but. But think about it. If they can't service those rigs in the Gulf, they yeah. can't. I mean, they, think about the windmills. I mean, yeah. they're putting off of the New Jersey coast. I mean, are they really going to go 10 knots to get out there and go service a windmill? Um, that's a whole, whole yeah, other story. story. It's, it's, it's a good story. It's fun. Six four one ten ten. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about fun. Maybe for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. your suit on. Come to DC yeah, yeah. with me. Oh no, <laughs> no, not, that ain't going to happen. We'll be right back with the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Reuter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. So, how is the uh, marine industry? Marine industry is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the surge that we saw as an industry, the hunting industry saw the same surge. Yeah. Uh, when when people didn't have to go to softball practice. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah. And and you know, juniors, this and and all these baseball teams, which are all great for the kids, but mm-hmm. everybody, the only option we had was to go outdoors. Mm-hmm. When and, they had to isolate. And and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I, I sat in my house for about three days. I said, I'm I'm done with this. But yeah. but we could go fishing. We could go on the water and. And, and, and initially, and, like, and, and by the way, the, the turkey population took a hit. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. it was during turkey yeah. season. Yeah. Everybody went turkey. But more deer licenses bought, you yep. know, than any time in you know really history. Yeah. Uh, and so this it's kind of been sticky. Okay, so people people like it, people love it, and the new people that got introduced to it, like man, that's kind of nice out there. Like we, we like, I mean, you know, what we get to do. Yeah, you know, we it, all do this for it, a living. It's it's, it's interesting. I, I'm going to take the outdoor show. 
as an example. And obviously, nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So they're saying, okay, we're going to shut down for six weeks or whatever it was. And, and Jeff and I and Kirk are doing the show from my house. Right. You know, yeah. and, 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 and I, I, I knew that my charter business would be fine. It, 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 it's going to come back. You know, I've been doing this long enough. I've got a, a huge clientele. I, I'm, I'm good. I, I didn't know what was going to happen with the outdoor show. And, um, I'm, I'm very passionate about the show. Everybody knows that. And, and so we didn't know what was going to happen with the boats, with cars. Well, all of a sudden, you know, people started buying boats yeah. and, and people started buying cars and, and, and and then they you know they they were going to strike zone and and yeah I mean all all of a sudden the outdoors industry, well you know there were no sports that was the only recreation right you could do. right yeah. there were yeah. no sports N- nobody wanted to watch the news honestly because you, you it was it was awful it was depressing right so but there were still sales so a lot of a lot of sponsors were like well where can we go advertise and and have people that are listening well the outdoor show. Yeah, yeah, because we, we what we were talking about, people could still do, right? You know, and and it was uh, it was it, it just like with 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 your industry with gym locks, you know. I mean, yeah, all of a sudden you you know we, it's a panic mode. Then all of a sudden it's like, holy crap, we can't keep up with it, right? You right. Know? And the boat builders were they didn't expect it. You know, I mean, they, they're right. selling boats as fast as they can sell, and they're not making any because the factories are shut down. Right. And, yeah. and so suddenly, like, oh my god, if you get your hands on a boat. Yeah, but the the greatest thing about that, I mean, I talk about federal government overreach. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was a couple years of it, but um, that it got people out on the water, got people in the woods, and I yeah. think it's been very sticky. So even though you know interest rates are up and 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 times are you know costs are up and fuel prices are up and all that, people are still going fishing. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, tournament registrations are up. Yep. Uh, and, and and people are like, you know, I'm, you're not taking that away from me. No. You know, I'm going to do that no matter what's happening. So. Um, it's a great time in the recreational marine market right now. Yeah, and and it was always it was so weird to go by a boat dealership. <laughs> there's there's no not, boats, no boats. There's no boats in it. But but you 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 know I, I mean obviously I'm very close with the guys at Whalen Bay and Atlantic Coast Marine and and they're like we just got people on the waiting list. So right. there's still people coming in the door, you know, buying boats. But what what a what a strange time because Kirk and I, <laughs> we call each other on a Wednesday morning in June, and we can't get a parking spot right at the boat ramp. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're like we're really ready for people to go back to work. It looked like I ninety five going down intercoastal past my dock. I've got a video I took in slow mo and just let it just run. Yeah, I mean it, it was I ninety five. Yeah, for months. For months, uh, it was awesome. I mean. We saw some crazy stuff. I mean, we saw jet skis jump into ski boats. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it was there were there were things that happened on that dock because right. yeah, what we couldn't go anywhere else. And, but uh, seeing people out there boating and 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 fishing, it was uh, it's it was awesome for the industry. And and I think it's going to be sticky. And uh, it's fun to see these new boaters. Now they're starting to figure out how to how to do it. But it's the greatest influx of new boaters, first time boaters. Oh yeah, first time boat buyers in the history of our business. Dave, it's got to be the same way with. With hunters, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I, I mentioned about getting, they're looking to self isolate at the time, and then it stuck, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool because it forced people to get introduced to boating, to enjoying the outdoors or hunting or whatever it is. And so, yeah, absolutely. I see the same thing in in the hunting side and the wood side as you've seen in the marine side. So it, more people it, buying properties mm-hmm. and setting them up. 
to wow. have that. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's like uh, John Kohler mentioned, social storm properties. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden it became reality that the world could crumble. I mean, or whatever, whatever is going through their oh. minds, and they want a right. place that they can have their own garden right. and their own water. Chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the value of property, just land, you know, in, you know, where we could go hunting type mm-hmm. land, recreational land is just skyrocketing. It, it's, and it, it's it, been very sticky. It, and if you can find it. That's correct. If really, it, if you can just find a piece to lease, right. yeah. you feel you're fortunate, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I always get the, the emails from, from Ray and Air, mm-hmm. you know, each year because you have to renew each year. Now, the, the people who lease that have first right of refusal, all right, there hadn't been a piece open in Ray and Air's for, forever. No, don't but, give it up. No, they won't give it up and, and because I've got some little pieces around me that I'd, that I'd love to have, you know, 200, 300 mm-hmm. acres or something. No. I mean, for years. I mean, since 2006, that's when I bought my property. There hasn't there hasn't been an opening in in. Well, and they're they're passing it to the next generation. Sure, which is cool, it, it, right? Which they're is cool. bringing no, their kid awesome. hunting, and yeah, 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 that's yeah. what we're all about. Yeah, so. no, no. I mean, it's. Um, I just looked at a piece that I was talking to Captain Chip Wingo about this. Um, his neighbors just put up a. It's a 150 acre piece, and they're asking five thousand dollars an acre. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there ain't, there's no lakes. There's no house. There's no nothing. There's not even electricity pulled to this thing yet. It, it, I mean, I, that, Dave, land you, prices are. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 when 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 Chip called me up and he's like, okay, you know, here's how I'm like, come on, man, really? And he's like, no, that's that's what they're asking. Yeah. It's like, it's it, it, all of that has changed. But don't so, forget, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody wants to own their own place, and it's a dream, and it's awesome. There's a ton of public land. Yeah, that's free. Yes, that's exactly it's right. Free. That's where we thank right. the federal government or past federal yes. governments. Uh, there, there's a ton of public land. You can go, you know, you can go hog hunting, deer hunting, all over the southeast, all over the Midwest for free. Yep. You just buy a license. And and uh, it's it's funny you mentioned that. I was talking to the guys that I was fishing with yesterday about the guana because I grew up uh, hunting and fishing in there. Um, you know, my family was the caretaker of of that property. And I literally, I was probably 16 or 17 when they, when they sold it to the state, SWD sold it to the state. Well, I cried for a week because that was, that was my paradise. But my dad, you know, in, in his wisdom, he's like, son, look, this is the best thing that ever happened to this piece of property is for the state to own it. Because because everybody gets to use it now. You know, it's well, never it's protected too. It's protected. It will never be developed. That's right. It'll never you be know? developed. Which was, um, all, all you know, but I didn't see that at sixteen because I'd been hunting there for ten years. You right. know? I mean, it was my paradise, you know, and I I don't want anybody fishing in my bass ponds. You know? Right? <laughs> uh, have, have you spent any time in there? In Guana? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'd go down there and hike it all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, you want to go for a walk in the woods? Oh, great it's, place it, to go. The path. I mean, it's yeah. clean. I mean, some of the old Indian mounds are super the cool. The Indian to see. mounds are cool, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, even for me, I'm a big guy. Like I go, I can make it to the Indian mounds and back. And, yeah. Yeah. It's be, today'd be a great day to go do that. It, today would be a <laughs> yeah. fantastic day to, to put go some do tick that. spray on. Yep. Yep. So whenever you walk by those old fence posts, remember my dad and I put those in there. That's was, awesome. Yeah. It, it was. It was. Uh, it, it was. It was a great time. All right. Let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, I'm going to have Dave do a Kirby little Co. Kirby Co. cooking tip because yep. that one's. A little interesting. I, I've, I like uh, this one. I, I, have you done this? Have you? I've done it with snapper throats. Snapper throats. Yep. Okay. I've 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 eaten snapper throats. I've eaten the, for the first time. We were in Steenhatchie a couple weeks ago, but we'll talk about that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. 
Welcome back to the Nimic Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Now it's time for your Kirby Co. Builders, Inc. cooking tip of the week. And, and uh, it, we were all sharing pictures, this, that, the other. And, and uh, Dave sent me a picture of some cobia throats, right? Yeah. And, 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 and then you showed me a picture of them cooked. By, by the way, it, it, it looks amazing. So I've always heard of... of snapper throats mm-hmm. you know and, and and to be very honest with you well because we can't keep snapper very much anymore um i i had never had snapper throats until we all went to steen hatchie um the, the end of march yeah and gerald thompson who lives over there now um his father-in-law is a commercial fisherman and he's like hey i'm gonna bring for saturday evening i'm gonna bring some snapper throats i'm like cool i've always wanted to try it. and and I, I, they were like delicious yeah very rich, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Kirk, you kind of explained that to me. Yeah, that's it? where that fat content, right, is right. where the belly comes right up into the uh, the pec fins. Right. It's I, I, it's not like I could eat five of them, but but two of them was like like delicious. So, yeah. explain to me how when when you're when you're cleaning this fish, and and uh, do you do this first? Or do you do it at, at, I, at, at the end? Generally, do it at the end after you filleted everything off. Right. I mean, it's actually part of the you know when when somebody's going to discard a, a carcass after right. they filleted it, that throat's still sitting there. Yes, it ready is. Ready to take. Yeah. And so um, it's forward of of the belly where you get where your knife comes across to cut the fillet all right. the way to the belly. It's forward towards the head. Is basically the V that goes underneath their gills. You know that comes yep. to that little sharp point mm-hmm. towards their mouth. Um, from there back to those pec fins, and it's kind of a little TP, almost like a little taco. Yep. You know, yeah. at, the, at the very bottom, the keel of the fish. Right. Um, but you talking about a lot of good meat. There's no question right there. Yeah. Um, so th- the picture I sent you, I think, sound like y'all posted it. We did. Um, it's, it's up now. Did. It's on the Facebook. That yeah. was the first uh, one I did of a cobia. We caught a um cobia last week. Um, and I was cleaning it. And I thought, well, I'll try this, and I cut it out, and it's like a Big old fish brownie when you lay it out like that, <laughs> and um, and what I did was I took uh, I just kind of hashed my knife through it, made a X's in you know in the meat part, mm-hmm. and then you just uh, the best way I found to do it is to rub a little bit of butter on it, right, and then put it in on the broiler at 500 degrees, 450-500 for about 10 minutes, depending on how thick it is, and it browns it up just real nice. Now you put a little what on it? Um, I made some chimichurri on that. That one I sent a picture of. Now, how'd you make the chimichurri? Um, real simple. Just um, cilantro, parsley, lime juice, um, a little bit of lemon and salt. Lemon juice, lime juice, I mean, mm-hmm. and salt. Put it in a blender. You don't put any olive oil in that? Mix it up a little, little bit? A bit. little bit. A little bit of olive oil. Okay. Yep. Um, Looks out. good. It oh, looks amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. And, you know, um, thinking of snapper season coming up. Yeah. Don't throw those throats away. I promise no. you, you will love them. Oh, they're money. You know, it, it, it's just like whenever we started doing redfish on the half shell, which is the only way that I'll eat redfish now. I mean, it's it's amazing. Then you start thinking about it, and you're like, well, hell, we could do sheep's head. You we could do, do black drum. Anything that's got big yeah. scales on it, you could do snapper. You yeah. know, and, and we started doing that. It It's such a healthy way to mm-hmm. cook. I mean, it literally, I think it carries olive oil, salt, and pepper. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and, and when you, when you, that, that, that's about as, Healthy as it gets, right? You know, I think it, you can get throats out of just about everything. Yeah, I mean, right. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Grouper. I mean, I imagine a triggerfish. I mean, yeah. 
Especially if you got some decent ones. Sheephead be another one. You oh, get yeah. some big ones. Yep. I think it'd be good. You 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 go first. And let me know how it I'm is. gonna do it. Okay, all right. There's your Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. All right, Kirk, we need to do a a weather and the tides. I've got the weather. Hopefully, it's going to get a little bit better than it's been uh, for the last I don't know year. Uh, today, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Hasn't it? Yeah, it has oh, been. It's been windy, you man. The Good lord, dust <laughs> barbecue around. Just ass logs. Today, northwest uh, 25 to 30, diminishing. All right, 15 to 20. Seas 9 to 12, subsiding to 7 to 10. Let's, uh, let's go to the Bahamas. Tonight, northwest winds 15 to 20, becoming west 10 to 15. So tomorrow looks looks pretty. West winds 10 to 15, becoming south in the afternoon. Monday looks like amazing. Uh, if you're planning on fishing one of the three days, obviously you did not go today. But Monday, southwest winds at 5 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon at 10 to 15, which is a typical summertime pattern. Uh, Tuesday, 5 to 10, out of the south, becoming east, 10 to 15. And then uh, on Wednesday, it's going back to the east, 10 to 15, 2 to 3. So maybe we're going to get a a three, four, five-day window to go offshore. You know, the amazing thing, too, is that temperatures, I mean, the the high today is supposed to be 73 degrees. The low tonight is supposed to be 52 inland with a high of 84 tomorrow. That's 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 hard to believe. It is hard to believe. What's that going to do to the water temperature? It won't. It won't affect it that much. You know, maybe maybe maybe, maybe yeah, maybe a degree or so. I but think it'll help things a little bit. I mean, coming out of the northeast for a couple of days, it's going to drop at two or three degrees. Mm-hmm. I think these fish, when this breaks by Monday or Tuesday, these fish are going to be W A O. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. It's usually two days. You know, well, they've after had, they've a hard, had no pressure, too. None, bro. They, they <laughs> haven't no seen a bait in a while. Nobody's bothering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were wide open last Sunday. I can tell you that it was it was game on. Yeah. I mean, look at all the pictures that went out. I know. Holy smoke. You know, Mullethead, uh, um, Tim Carney. And, yeah, Ricky Papour, um, all those guys. Yep, they, yeah. have, they had great days. The Tides brought to you by Andy Subs, the finest sub shop at the beach. If you haven't been in there, folks, you need to go. I mean, if you got a healthy uh, family there and they want to just – they don't want to eat a sub. <laughs> or a healthy makes appetite. The, healthy appetite. They make the best salads in there, too. He can put a scoop of chicken salad on there or whatever. But you're not going to have much Tides today. No, it's going to be really wonky. You had a high tide early this morning. Um, you got a low tide was at 9:07 a.m. and a high at 2:49 this afternoon. You're not going to have any tides. Uh, you're going to have water up in the parking lot. I know when I came across the bridge at quarter to seven this morning, the grass was almost underwater. So yeah, w- when you launch, just be prepared. You might have to get your truck wet. You know, just remember it's salt water. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, I get like, your brake shoes in there. It'll ruin it, your truck it, it, it or car. Was so funny launching yesterday at a, at a low tide at seven thirty, and uh, I pulled up and it was almost lapping into the parking lot. I'm like, oh crap! Yeah. What if it'd be a good day to wade the flat? I mean, yeah. wade the grass. Too much. Too, too much. Mu- that's too much water. Yeah, you know. So so on a you know typical four point five tide, it, it that that five point five to a six zero is 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 perfect. You know, right. and then generally speaking, with that, you're going to have some type of a northeast wind. Um, but once it gets over six two, then then you're up in the trees, and you know yeah. you, you 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 can't see it. It literally covers the entire flat. Right. Yeah. You know, but I mean, they were calling for a four point one. I bet it's seven foot today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. easy. Yeah. No no question. Matt, it's been fun. Thanks I, for I, having me. Yeah, it's absolutely. Great. It's it's um it's been too long. You know, you, you and I, and all of us, I mean, we've been friends for a long time, you know, and, and 
shame on you because we've been here for 26 years so you, you, you finally showed up. Oh, you, you, know? you, you finally invited me. <laughs> oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm happy, yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, that, awesome. that's good stuff. And uh, we'll, all, we'll all be fishing old school. Um, I guess it's a, a, a 10th. So that's two two weekends. Looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. You know, I hope that um, Kirk. I, I, I hope we've gotten these nor'easters out of the way. This yeah, I hope is, we're done. I think we will. I think fishing's going to be good. And, well, the uh, fish were on the beach. Oh yeah, but b- before this blow, I mean, I I, I they mean, catching them on the pier. Yeah, they catch yeah. them on the pier. Yeah, so it, it, it there the was mountain sport local tournament. I mean, and and Paul and Lauren. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean. There's there's no better people on earth. And yeah, they, you got this that is, right. This is this is right. what they do, and they right. they put this on. And if you ever watch them work, I mean, Paul's got his own way of working, but Lauren Lauren runs the show, and I mean, she's working thousands of hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they pour their soul into this, and and Paul will help you with anything. I mean, you want to know where to fish or where to, where he fish, <laughs> but he'll help anybody with anything. So it's it's fun to support a local company. Yeah, and and you know the the, the cool thing about that is is. Paul's fished these tournaments his whole life. He's seen the good ones. He's seen the bad ones. So he's he loves he loves it. Yeah, he's the best tournament director. Oh, there's no question of any about that. tournament I've ever fished. Yeah, there's there's there, you know I, I, I haven't fished as many tournaments as you. I've, all I've ever done is basically local kingfish right. tournaments. But you know it's you 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 know which ones are done well and which ones aren't. Oh, it's fair. You enforce the rules. Everybody's right. got a chance. I mean, what what else do you want? Yeah, and it's also easy for those. I, I know there's a lot of folks that never fished tournament before fished in this tournament. Yes. And, and love it and. And Paul and Lauren just make it easy. I mean, it's not like you got to know a bunch of stuff to go get in a tournament. Just well, we we support it because it gets people fishing, right? And yeah. and, and yeah. we know if we can get that that kid out, you mm-hmm. know, or you know now now he's seven, now he can go out with or, his dad and go or, fishing, or, or your wife, or your neighbor, or your neighbor. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, well, the cool that, thing is yeah. you can go to any of the tackle shops, you can go to you go to Strike Zone, and they can show you a rod yeah. and reel to use, and actually give you the rigs already pre made. Yep. And you're ready to go. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. You're ready yeah, to go. Just practice throwing your cast net. That's it. Um, and hopefully we'll have plenty of pogies. <laughs> I think I think that that's that that's key. You know, because when he took out that you can't buy bait, there was a lot of panic going yes. around. Yes. <laughs> you know? A lot of cringing. Can't yeah, buy yeah. live bait. What? You can't buy live bait. You can't buy live bait. Yeah, yeah you yeah. you can buy ribbon fish. And get your yeah. ribbon fish now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they, yeah. yeah, yeah they're they're, they're going to be gone. But it it uh, um, because we've all seen that fiasco. Before you know, um, you you really, really, really need to be able to throw at least a seven foot net. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you 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 do. I mean, I, you can catch them with a six foot net, pogies, a mullet, but it's it can be very difficult. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 so to to be able to uh, have some live bait, and you can't catch it the day before. No. You can't pin it up. No. Yeah. You, it, I think it's five o'clock, five a.m. You I can start. So. Start. And, and I remember that first year, it co- launching, and I looked over at Salt Run, and all you saw were green and red lights everywhere. Yeah, you the know, first year, I, I, hey man, what time can we start catching bait? Yeah. yeah, we hadn't put a time out. He said, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, just just don't do it too early. Like, okay. There's about at two o'clock underneath the lights. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, thank and, you and very you much my, for. Okay. Oh, sorry, Dave. Thank you very much for the insight on the fishery stuff. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, keep us well, posted. Happy on to that. help anytime. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you're you're literally boots on the ground going to Washington it's, D.C. It's, it's it's the livelihood of our company, the entire industry, all the people that work for our company. I mean, we all make our livings doing this. All mm-hmm. our suppliers, that's how they make their livings, and all of our peers in the industry. So these are people I've worked with for thirty years. You know, up and down the coast. So. 
it's a pretty good effort, and and just ask everybody to support it. And same deal with the whales. Yeah, if you see them, tell everybody. Right. Yeah, let's let's track them. Let's get the beaking. That we think that we we're pretty close. The federal government's tracking those whales. They can tell us where they're at, and we avoid them. Yeah. Right. Problem solved. Next. Yeah. We don't want to hit them anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've let's actually, communicate. We would like to know where they are. Well, right. let's, yeah. <laughs> so we can stay away. Yeah. <laughs> let's just have some common sense dialogue. And I think try the to snapper the thing. I think we'll eventually get there. Uh, it, and and yeah, with with the snapper season coming up, you know that's a, just another totally different story. We got two days again, and it's same dates as Ancient City, you know, Kingfish Challenge, which that's uh um that's one of those weekends that, uh, like I said, it's it's almost worse than a holiday weekend. Well, be safe. Yeah, be it safe. Be done. You don't have to go eighty miles an hour no, to you go don't. catch a red snapper. And, and by right? the way, you don't have to go very far. The, to catch a red snap. People are like getting this panic. They yeah. got to get out there. there. There's plenty, guys. Plenty. Yeah. 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 You don't you even have to get right. up early. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. you don't. We we literally go out to go kingfishing on those days. And then when I get over the structure, put it in neutral, drop, uh-huh. get your snapper, right. and then pick the pace yeah. back up and keep kingfishing because it and, takes and that take long. Your, take your neighbors, <laughs> take your neighbor's kids. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. you know, don't, if it's rough, don't, don't do all that, but right. don't ruin their, their whole fishing career on no. day one. But <laughs> no. if it's calm, yeah. bring your neighbors, your neighbor's kids and get people out. That's a great first fish. <laughs> so it's so funny. Um, people, um, they're like, Oh, you gonna, you gonna go snapper fishing because I'm fishing the Kingfish challenge. I'm like, if I catch one on the beach, I'll eat him. Because I'm not going anywhere else. Yeah. You know, I've never caught one slow trolling on the beach, but you, you might, you might, yeah, you, you might. They're close, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, very I, close. I know. I know, closer than most people think. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Is that you know, it, it, you do not have to think about running 50 miles, 20 oh. miles. You know, now, I mean, there's there are so many of those 10 to 15 pound snappers. Within five miles of the beach, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. And, and be mindful. You know, oh. I, I, all I gotta say is, is you know, don't go out there catch your catch your snapper. You got no. five or six people on the boat, catch your five or six snapper. Don't go calling them trying to get a bigger one. No. Every, every one you're pulling up right has a risk of dying. Right. And that's that's what we're trying to do. There's there's some management to it of not getting ridiculous. Oh, we caught three hundred today. You know, and we kept six. Well, you, you know, it's, we just don't need to do that. No, yeah. I, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Go catch something else. Go catch the Kings. Yeah, that, like we said, there's no bigger conservationist than, than us. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we like the environment. 10% of almost all fishing tackle sales, 10% of every outrigger we sell is the federal government to support fisheries, the boat ramps, all that stuff. Fishermen and the hunters are the best conservationists in the world. Well said. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Folks, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Angie Subs, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed Strike Zone, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Valentino Custom Boats, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Cove Builders, Shimano, and Wild West Guns and Golds. For Dave Edwards, Matt Bridgewater, Captain Kirk Waltz, and yes, Chris Wayne. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. I'm in a meat nap. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chef Gordon. That was fantastic. And and, and remember what this holiday is for also. For all all, all the men and women who have sacrificed for us so we can go fishing and hunting. That's that's what it's all about. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you.